Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is another episode of SNTR Gaming. If you missed the live broadcast, we will be talking about my Cana Bridge of Spirits expectations, as well as why I'm done with Deathloop and the Call of Duty cheating situation. If you're looking for those sections, they will be timestamps in the description below. But we do like to kick off the video with the topic. This is an SNTR update. Cana Bridge of Spirits is finally here and it's long awaited after multiple delays and a lot of concern about whether or not the title would even release in 2022. I wanted to give you my expectations for the title as well as set the stage for that we have to understand that this is not going to be on the level of a God of War or Horizon Forbidden West and that is okay. We need to be okay with good games. I'll kind of end my video with that. After all this time, the launch date, the expectations, the impressions, everything, I want to talk about the graphics, the gameplay, and why good games are okay. The graphics are obviously a big draw, and they're very Pixar-driven feel, and similarities to both popular movies that are out right now, as well as Ratchet and Clank. Some have even said this looks like something ripped right out of a Disney movie or a Pixar movie, and uh, I-, I have to agree with them. I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it gives uh, gives the game a little bit of charm. Just the act of purifying an area, if you've seen the trailers, I think is incredibly satisfying looking, and it makes me want to dive in and play the game. If you've played games like this before, like Hob or Pathless, where there's very artistically driven functions in the game, it really makes it memorable and it, you know, it makes it an enjoyable experience. If you haven't played Pathless, uh, I think it's The Pathless or Hob, you should definitely check those out. The enemies in both appearance and setting look both cool and scary as you just saw in that clip. She's fighting sort of like a tree monster and I hope it translates into satisfying combat given that we already got burned by Biomutant. Biomutant was a beautiful game, it looked incredible, and the combat was incredibly unsatisfying. And this game hopefully doesn't run into similar problems, because it is absolutely gorgeous looking, and if the combat is not satisfying, that'll be very, very worrying, which is why I want to talk about the gameplay next. The single most important aspect of Cana Bridge of Spirits is going to be, in my opinion, the combat. It looks great, it looks diverse, it looks dynamic. But if a game like this doesn't pull off the combat, it's not going to function well as a game and people won't enjoy it. Exploration also looks enjoyable, even though it does look a little bit linear, interacting with the various story and characters. I hope the story lands well. Some of the cutscenes I've seen, the dialogue seems okay. The original soundtrack seems to be very promising, but I think you have to have that balanced if you're going for this very charming appearance to the game the story needs to land or people are going to say you know it's cheesy or cringy or whatever customization and rpg elements with respect to abilities powers and combat moves i think will drive the game in a good direction if done right because pure hack and slash can get a little bit old and the combat looks to very much break away from that very quickly she's doing all sorts of different things she's freezing time she's freezing the enemies she's got like some kind of a shield she can use and i i actually think that the game looks very very promising which is why i want to end by saying good is okay okay i'm already prepared to walk away from kana satisfied with it being a good game and not a mind-blowing great game and there's nothing wrong with that too often as of late folks want a game to be groundbreaking and earth-shattering and that just is not possible especially for smaller titles 
We need to be okay with good games, and I'm anticipating Kena landing in that category. And, likely, it might get low votes because of folks expecting this massively huge game or something that is revolutionary. I think sometimes the delays can actually hurt the reception of the game, and I hope that doesn't happen with this title. Given how often they had to delay it, that was probably not something that they were looking forward to doing, and I hope that it doesn't hurt them with respect to the way that the reviews land and the way that people receive this title. So remember, good is okay. Not every game needs to be mind-blowing. As always, this was streamed live on SNTR Gaming. Head over there if you like live streams and click subscribe and the bell button. I'll see you in the next one. And good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody here in the live audience. I appreciate you guys being here and supporting the stream. We were starting, we were going to try and save those little, the little talk that I just did. We were going to try and save those for like 30 minutes in, and then we were going to trim the opening of the stream. But when we do that, it jacks up the stream. Like the live chat goes away. You can't do clipping. And so we were like, okay, we we can't do that. We're not going to do that. I I like the past broadcast to literally start with the lead topic. So anybody clicking on it later doesn't have to like go hunting for a timestamp. It makes it very, very accessible to people that maybe are not familiar with what we're doing. So... And, and yes, and yes, uh, we are starting a little bit later. We, we had been starting anywhere from 9.30 to 9.45. And for me, it just became very, very clear that we, if we started a, like a little bit later and shortened the stream, the morning stream would flow a lot better for me. Um, I was able to actually boot up and record the first 25 minutes of Kana this morning. And so that's going to be able to premiere this afternoon, which is extremely helpful um, to have stuff ready on the launch date of a game. And I also started to feel that the four-hour talk show was just getting way too long. Um, it's really, really hard to carry a talk show that long, um, especially when we, you know, the, whenever you're 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 dealing with a variety of topics. You know what I mean? Your camera seems to focus on your shirt. Your face is kind of blurry. That's physically impossible. The, my shirt and my face are the same distance from the camera. It's doing. It's totally manual focus. Um, that's not physically possible for the optics of the camera to be doing that right now. <laughs> like, I know we go through the Lona, your face is blurry thing sometimes, but th- I think it's just because this is so sharp and and you know it's a co- it's a it's a very sharp contrast. Um, so, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. You know, a lot of people are probably not interested in Kana, so we do have other titles. Kana is a PlayStation-only title, but this morning we have other topics with, you know, why I'm done with Deathloop. Um, I, I will I will use that as a, as a micro today, as a mini-segment. Um, yeah, my face is blurry in real life. It's an actual condition. Um... The uh, why I'm done. Also, Call of Duty, uh, the, the, the Vanguard beta, uh, the Vanguard beta is. Uh, oh, it's on Steam. I didn't realize it was on Steam. Oh, it's PlayStation Epic and Steam. I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. Well, good for them. It'll probably sell very well uh, at the price point that it's at. And uh, yeah, I didn't realize. I thought for sure this was a PlayStation exclusive. 
Um, in any case, in any case, we have other topics. So uh, we're, we're, we're trying to give people as much content as possible. Um, I know a lot of folks are like, oh, it's a PlayStation topic. I'm bailing or I'm not going to show up. We really hope that, that folks understand that it's a three-hour broadcast. We're not going to spend the entire time, um, you know. Maybe YouTube is doing something because I'm seeing the blur too. I, I'm looking at OBS and everything looks totally fine. I, 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 I don't know. There, it, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I, that, lo, that logo looks fine. My shirt logo looks fine. Yeah, I got a flight invitation. Oh, it's not on Steam. It's not on Steam. It's in Epic. I'm sorry. Epic and PlayStation. Not Steam. <clears throat> I think they're... Uh, they're. I think they are right or I'm blind. New to the channel, but I like you already. Oh, thank you. I, I don't understand. I'm looking in OBS. I'm not seeing anything. So I don't know if maybe you guys are on lower quality. I know YouTube's been doing some updates. Um, you know? Uh... Yeah, feed's been around for a long time. It's because you have a black shirt, you're not blurry. Yeah, I, I the, the background's always a little bit blurry because it's behind me. The scene is tighter than your wider scene. We're never in the wider scene, though. I, I'm, I don't understand. Um, you look fine. People got to chill. Uh, no blur. Yeah, it could be something that YouTube's doing. Murph says he's watching at 1080 and says the whole scene is fuzzy. I, I've not done anything. You know, I don't know. Um, I think it's just a contrast of colors. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, when you go to the wide scene, it's perfectly in focus. This tighter scene is a little blurry on desktop. So you're saying when I'm here versus here. How could you possibly know that? I almost never go to that scene, though. Like... <laughs> I went to that scene like two weeks ago and haven't gone back because we don't have any graphics for it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how you could possibly know that. They're like, yeah, two weeks ago when you showed the scene for ten seconds, it's perfectly clear, and and this isn't. I I don't know. Um, it's not terrible, but it's for sure blurry. I don't know. That's my desktop right now. looks fine to me. Yeah, Sven just took a screenshot. I don't know. Because you've gone to that scene before? I, I went to that scene like two weeks ago for 30 seconds. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 crazy to think that like you, you've got that kind of photographic memory. I'm curious, is that actually feed in the chat? Oh, because I haven't said, hey, Feed, I see you in the chat. He'll do it until I say it. The Murph's got a screenshot. I mean, I do look slightly. I I don't know what to tell you. It's so hard to know if it's YouTube or whatever. Um, It looks crisp on my TV and my phone. Yeah, I don't know. Open that in full screen. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I, it, it, there's a slight blur, you know? What the f- I don't know. It's I did it with the mesh. Oh, I'm muted in the Discord. Sorry, Discord. 
I did it with I did it with the mesh for the gameplay, and I don't know. Maybe you need more lighting. Oh yeah, I need more lighting in here. Yeah, yeah. That's a little better. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not doing anything different. <clears throat> I'm literally sitting under two bright lights. If I put any more lights down in here, I'd get a headache. <clears throat> be careful. They might be sitting up with another TV. <laughs> I, I've, I, I now have gotten really, really fast at getting the focus right. I don't know. The image, the scene is enlarged. Maybe that's why people always feel like there's a slight blur or whatever, because when we're here, this is just the pure raw camera with no zoom, no nothing, right? And when we go here, it's slightly zoomed in. Maybe that's what it is. In any case, in any case, uh... Keenest combat gameplay seems very enjoyable and satisfying. I can I can sort of speak to that. I played it this morning for 25 minutes so that we would have a uh, a 25 minute premiere. We'd have a 25 minute premiere over there on uh, on SNTR presents, and the, the I felt like the combat felt just fine, right? You know, I switched to 144. It looks fine. <laughs> right. How's your game able to get a wide scene and the tighter scene? My guess is because you have the camera set up wide uh, to get the tight scene, you have to actually artificially zoom in. It's a resolution problem. Well, I mean, yeah, but it shouldn't be that noticeable. Like, the difference in size from here to here is so minor. Like, by the time it goes through ingest servers and gets, con- and gets like goes through compression or whatever it's hard to believe that like you're able on your phone to be like oh no yeah I can definitely see it like I I don't know we've been doing this we've been doing it this way for for weeks you know what I mean Mm-mm-mm. just got your halo technical email yeah I got mine I got mine so I'm excited I'm excited we'll have to figure out where that's gonna land because there's a lot of games and a lot of things going on but we'll definitely make sure and jump in and play and show it off. Rissick uh, said, thank you for the coffee. It came in last night. Oh, I'm glad it came. Yeah, it, it's We had a lot of orders yesterday. Uh, we had like six orders of coffee uh, yesterday. Um, the wide scene so beautiful. I don't have a problem with the wide scene. We don't have any graphics for it. It's it'll be it's all off kilter. Like we didn't I didn't build this for the for the wide scene. Can we do something, please? I, I I'm gonna ask this, and I, can we just move on? Like I am already like I'm so irritated already. Like I'm already irritated. Like I just want to do a show. I just want to do a show. I don't want to do this. I just you guys just man oh man does that put a bitter a bitter pill in my coffee every morning. We got to go through this. I just want to do a freaking show, please. I feel like I like the game and can't decide whether it wants to be a roguelike game or a family-friendly one. Um, and plus, my game was pretty buggy. I didn't have I didn't have any bugs at all. Why would you think it's like a roguelike? They don't like set you back, do they? And reset you? It didn't seem like that kind of game. 
it seemed like it was going to be like a checkpoint driven game. I didn't get any sense that you're like going to like start over. Yes, Aaron, Kana is short from everything we've heard. Like a direct playthrough is going to be like 10 at 10 to 12 hours. I think if you go completionist, maybe a little bit longer. I mean, it's not a full price game either. It's 40. It's a, it's, it's a $40 game. So maybe you think when you say roguelike, what are you thinking of? Because a roguelike is one where you you die and start over, like in Deathloop, like in Returnal. Um, so, good morning, feed. I see you in the chat. I, I don't know what's happening today. I, we're like stuck in Groundhog's Day or something. Um, eight to twelve hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the. The, the length of the game, I think, especially when it's $40, I wouldn't think is is out of out of step. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dead Cells is a rogue. Right, right, right. My take on Deathloop as a whole... Yeah, if anybody's clicking on the thumbnail seeing, like, Deathloop, why I'm done. Um, I think that the gameplay undercuts all of the quality. I really do. I think on paper, they created a dope game. I think the, the art style, the voice acting, the even the logistics, the logistics of that game are actually pretty brilliant. Because if you, if you analyze it as a rogue and like the currency and the weapons and the system of keeping stuff and carrying stuff over, it is actually really, really impressive on paper. It really, really is. Um, but, but... The gameplay is just is just I I don't get it I don't get how this game got nines and tens I'm like did you guys play the same game that I played because the gameplay feels incredibly sloppy and unsatisfying I I don't know I, I I started saying what Crazy Cliff is saying I was like there's nothing else to play this game came out was reasonably well done everyone's like this game is the one of the greatest games I've ever played I'm like no it's not it's not. There's nothing revolutionary about the movement or the combat. It's all from right out of Dishonored, and just like Dishonored, it's kind of sloppy. It, it's it's kind of loose. Like I I don't know. It's if you're gonna analyze games and give out scores, Returnal is more deserving of a nine or a ten than Deathloop. Like I don't even understand what we're doing. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I do think Dishonored does it better. I've not played Dishonored in a long enough time, but I gotta tell you, I, I don't understand how this game got 9s and 10s. You wanna give it a solid 7, you wanna give it a solid 8, that's fine. But a 9 or a 10, that should be a virtually flawless game. Like, it, it, it should be a flawless game at a 9 or a 10. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I disagree with you. Deathloop is a perfect balance between combat, exploration, and puzzle solving. I am glad that people like it, and do you want to know why I'm glad that people like it? It's a unique title with really great passion and love poured into it. The art style, the voice acting, even the soundtrack is super dope. I'm glad that you guys like it. I really am. Because if it was getting shredded, it'd be such a bummer to be like, here's a super creative game with a super creative perspective and a really dope art style, and then it just gets shredded by the reviews. You know what I'm saying? Like, I 
I don't know. Like, I'm actually glad that you guys are disagreeing with me. Like, I don't, I don't take, I'm not upset or, or, or like offended at all that people are like, nah, Lono, Deathloop is really good. Like, I, I think it's a good game. Great. I, I hope you get your money's worth out of it. I really, really do. Cause I know there's replay value. I do. Um, I, it, it, it just, to me, when you're going to say nine or 10 as a score, you, I'm sorry, that game has to be an undeniable home run, and I don't think that's true of Deathloop, right? I don't think that's true of Deathloop. Even if you sit here and disagree with me, you, I'm a, you're, you're going to have a hard time making a case that that game's 9 or 10. You know what I mean? I like the look of the game. I'm just not big into game genres like this. To have to die and lose everything, if I wanted that ish, uh, issue, I'd be playing Dark Souls. Right. Right, right. What are your thoughts on Kana? Okay, so for those of you looking for Kana Bridge of Spirits or like, you know, expectations, I already did my expectations. They're at the very beginning of the stream. They start at like, you know, 28 seconds. Um, so the, my thoughts on Kana, I did like a 25 minute preview. It'll hit, it'll hit the presents today. We're going to dive in this afternoon and actually play it. You'll be able to see it from the beginning. I'll start over. Um, but I think Kana does exactly what it sets out to do. It's supposed to be a charming, very cool, graphically driven, you know, action adventure game, right? That that's uh that's that's what it is, right? That's what it is, and uh, I think it sets out to do it. I I enjoyed it. I thought the opening was good. I think the voice actor is the, the one voice actor barrier. Is it the guy from Inception and Godzilla and Last Samurai? Is it him? It sounds like him. It might not. Be, it might not be him. I don't know why anybody would be comparing Kena to, 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 to God of War or Ghost of Tsushima. It's so, so clear that that's not what they were setting out to do or to build. When I first saw it, you know what I thought? That's ReCore in, like, a Horizon Zero Dawn setting. That's what I thought. Like, it reminded me of ReCore, like the over-the-shoulder, the using, like, little things in the area to help you. It reminded me more of ReCore when I... And this is I, this is not playing it. I'm just saying, when I originally saw the trailers, I was like, that looks kind of like ReCore, what ReCore could have been. ReCore was really good until the very, very last area. They, I guess they expected you to go min-max the entire dadgum game to be strong enough. So, I think Kena is, is a strong game for for the 40 spot it's not a full price game i would say that Deathloop is a nine the game's mechanics and physics are well implemented and the story is unique and bold there's no way death loop is lower than a nine I, yeah i have a really hard time handing out nines when i feel like the gameplay and the guns uh and and the movement none of it none of it uh, feels like it's revolutionary. Like, when I played Returnal, I was like, this is revolutionary. Third person action adventure, adventure bullet hell, that is something I've never played before. The combat in Returnal, I'm like, this is just freaking Dishonored. It's got that Bioshock Dishonored, super loose control feel, like, kind of sloppy, uh, it doesn't feel tight. I don't, I don't know. Does it have to be revolutionary to be a 9 or a 10? When your gameplay feels dated, I don't think you get a 9 or a 10. Don't don't put words in my mouth. I'm not saying it needs to be revolutionary. But when I hear 9 or 10, I'm like, man, that game must be stellar. That that <laughs> that game must be out of the out of this world. What games uh what games would you say are 9s? 
I'd give Returnal a 9. I would give uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart a 9. I would give Ghost of Tsushima a 9. These games are at an excellence level. They, they hit high levels of excellence. The, the combat in, in Deathloop is not... There's nothing excellent about it. It isn't. You're, you can think it is. I'm telling you what I think. I, I don't think so. I, I When I played Ghost of Tsushima, I got in one fight and I was like, holy fuck. Oh my gosh. I got in one fight in Returnal. I got in one fight and my mom got scared. Like, I got in one fight in Returnal. I was like, this is... What the... Wow. I, I got in one fight in, 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 in Deathloop. And I was like, well, that was sloppy and clumsy and felt like Dishonored. Like, I don't I don't know. My bias might be very strong at hand because I, I thought that the... I thought that the, the Dishonored was... I thought those games were way overrated. I thought they were sloppy. Very, very sloppy. Right? Deathloop is an average 7 in my opinion. To be honest, a 6 because combat gameplay is the most important thing in a game for me. Love the Fresh Prince. As I was saying it, I was like, I got in one fight and my mom got scared. God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, Ratchet and Clank are 9. From everything I've seen from Deathloop, not a 9 or a 10. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. What a jaded review. It's 2018's God of War without the gruesome finishing moves. It's Ghost of Tsushima without the expansive cast of characters. It's Horizon Zero Dawn without the sprawling scope. The list goes on. When the formula is such an overwrought entity, how can anything really be magical? There are no real secrets in Cana Bridge of Spirits, only collectibles. There's no mystery either, just more arena combat. Right, but the problem is... Yeah, that same author, Cana Bridge of Spirits promises magic but can't deliver much of it. And then Psychonauts 2 is a flood of joyous ideas. Yeah, I, I don't know what... what uh, you know what is, to me, is truly going on? Psychonauts is like an experiment. It's like that game hypnotizes people and makes them think and say really dumb things. <laughs> like, if you play too much Psychonauts, you're going to compare a $40 little charming action adventure game to God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn and Ghost of Tsushima like that's what you're gonna do like you're going full dumb when you do that you're going full dumb like Cana Bridge of Spirits is not meant to be compared to those games you know what I mean go buy a $30 shooter on on Steam and compare it to AAA shooters. Well, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. It doesn't feel as good as all these other AAA titles. So odd. What do you mean? It's a it's a smaller company. It's a smaller game. It's a s- smaller project, you dolt. Like, I don't know. I just think negativity sells, you know? Negativity sells. You're just getting clicks. You know, you want people to write the game off, I guess, because it's cute. I don't, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I thought I've only played for 25 minutes, but I thought this is a charming little game. This is going to be fun. And I'm going to take it for I'm going to take it for what it is. Like I ended this morning, so I opened up the stream with my expectations for Kana Bridge of Spirits, right? And I was like, it's going to be a good game and that's okay, right? It's going to be a good game. It's totally fine to just make a good game. It doesn't need to be like insanely mind-blowing. Okay, and this is why I didn't. I don't need the combat in Deathloop to be mind-blowing and revolutionary. I just need it to be good. I need it to be tight. 
I need it to feel reliable and fair, and it doesn't feel that way. It feels sloppy and clumsy. I always feel like an idiot. I always feel like I'm bumbling around. I don't, I, I don't feel that way in Kena. I don't feel that way in Ghost or or God of War, or Horizon Zero Dawn. Like I don't feel like a moron. I'm like, oh, I'm handling, I'm handling the bit, handling business here. I didn't feel that way in Returnal. When I died in Returnal, I always felt like, oh my gosh, I got overwhelmed. It wasn't like clumsy. Half the times I've died in Deathloop, I, it feels like I'm slipping around on banana peels. It's like, oh, I fell off the ledge. Oh my gosh, where are? They? Oh, I'm getting shot. I can't tell where anybody is. Like, I don't know. How boring would it be if everything gets a 9 or a 10? Listen, I'm not saying that Kana Bridge of Spirits deserves a 9 or a 10, but don't write a freaking article and compare it to God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, and Horizon Zero Dawn. These are AAA award-winning projects that descend from the heavens. You don't compare a $40 game to them. You're stacking the deck. You're stacking the deck. That would be like if... If Freddie Mercury was alive and being like, well, let's compare this this amateur singer on YouTube to Freddie Mercury. You, you're stacking the deck. It's not fair. Yeah, well, you know, when you compare this, this guy singing in his garage to Freddie Mercury, this guy's a little pitchy. This guy doesn't quite hold those upper octaves as well, you know? I've just... He just seems like a budget Freddie Mercury. What are you doing? That doesn't seem fair at all. Like, of, of course he's not going to sound good as Freddie. Freddie was a phenom. He was he was out of this world. You know? Come on, what are you doing? You're not you're not saying anything. What you're saying is worthless to me. You know? Oh yeah. Look at this. Look at this high school football player. Pfft, yeah. This guy's no Bo Jackson. <laughs> I mean, he's like a he's like a low low budget Bo Jackson. Why are you comparing him to one of the greatest running backs of all time? What in the frick are you even saying? What why what you're not saying anything. You aren't. It's like a homemade movie. Go go, go compare it to, you know, Titanic or something. Like some cinematically praised huge movie with a huge budget it doesn't make any sense you're wasting words you're wasting words no one's reading that article and walking away with any sense of what Kana Bridge of Spirits is like oh yeah no like they're just seeing a bunch of unfair comparisons yeah it's just just not it's it's just like a weaker version of Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War and Ghost of Tsushima what are you even what what did you even type? Why'd you type that? There are all these little souls games you can get on Steam. And if you compare them to to the Demon Souls remake or Dark Souls 3, you're going to be incredibly disappointed because it's that you're not playing a from software game. You know you're playing something by smaller team, smaller budget, and you kind of take it as it comes, you know? First 15 core uh um um 15 core employees working on their first game ever man it'd be sick of me to be able to bring life to this planet and then not care about whether Senator is breathing on a day to day basis I take Diana before I take advice from you oh wow he's taking shots I, I would I would I really wish though that he would name 
name the names that would help me out. Like, come on, bro. Like, blast him. Like, who cares about that guy? Like, who, why are you blasting that guy? Well, who cares? Skill Up literally said Kana is on par to Ratchet and Clank as far as being a truly next-gen title. I watched his review to see why he thought so. I trust his opinion over chats. Well, but what's he? How, how does he qualify that, though, Distorted? Because the graphics and the animations and the seamlessness, it does feel next-gen. Being next gen doesn't necessarily mean it's this giant, expansive, sixty dollar AAA title. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I, I. There's, it's one thing to say that Returnal is truly next gen, but I can admit that Re- Returnal doesn't feel like a giant, massive AAA game. It feels like an incredibly solid game. That's maybe just under. Well, the problem is, is it's a rogue, so it's limited. So I, I, I feel like Returnal is AAA in quality. So it, it gets murky because if you start to think about like size and scope, the, the size and scope of Returnal doesn't need to be on the level of a Horizon Zero Dawn or a Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I mean? Kana runs great on the PS4 too. Load times aren't even bad. Yeah, like when they went from a they went from a cutscene right into gameplay the one time it was pretty seamless. You know what I mean? I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I usually never agree with reviews. I mean, reviews are generally there to give you, in my mind, a snapshot. So, Cana Bridge of Spirits gameplay. What's it feel like? Well, they're going to give you a snapshot. They're going to say, well, you've got these moves, these things that you can do. Here's how it felt. I think reviews that do that are better than that reviews that just draw silly comparisons. Like, I can right now, any of those indie titles that I've played over on Presents, I could unfairly compare them to other games and make them look terrible, you know? That little webbed game where I was playing as a spider, I'd be like, well, you know... This game just doesn't feel as good and as seamless as Ori in the Blind Forest or Hollow Knight. And people be like, well, why are you comparing them to? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? I'm not sure it's an accurate representation of Ralph's either. Is absolutely wonderful. No, Creature, They somebody said that Skill Up said that it felt truly next-gen. So he was saying it felt truly next-gen, and then we've got this written review where someone's comparing it to, like, God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, saying it's it's like a weaker version of those games. He basically said that Kana set out what it uh, set out to do. Good graphics, seamless, not groundbreaking gameplay, but solid, hence next-gen in presentation. I agree with him. I think it looks very good. I think it looks very next-gen. Skillup played Kane on PC with a 2080 Ti at 4K60, said he didn't have a single issue through his entire playthrough. He said how smooth it ran was actually incredible. I had a little frame issues on my PlayStation 5. I put it on performance, because you can put it on like a 30 FPS 4K, and I was like, no thank you. No thank you. You know what I mean? He play. Oh, I already read that. Reviews are there for me to decide whether I want to spend money. I think the best reviews are ones that are just descriptive. Tell me about Kana gameplay. Tell me about, you know, um, Kana Bridge of Spirits story. Like, don't, you don't need to go into great detail of the story. You don't need to spoil it. You know what I'm saying? 
Wake me up when he calls out the right people. Exactly, tattoos. Exactly. He could swing a freaking, like, he could swing a freaking guillotine. And, and it would make so many people change their mind about me. But, you know, take a shot at that guy. I agree with Eugene. Reviews are like somebody being a royal taster. It's the reviewer's job to save me from poison. <laughs> Who plays at 4K30 on a PS5? I'm telling you right now, there are people with really big televisions that are going to pick that setting for some games. Mr. Polar Bear, Polar Bar, 100%. You can't compare a skill-up review next to some unimportant journalists and other reviewers. They don't even come close. Here's a question. Should gamers be expected to continuously update hardware so that games don't feel worse uh, when they could? Are you talking about PC games? You talking about PC games? I had one little section in Kana where I noticed uh, I noticed some frame drops, and I was on performance, you know. And again, we don't know what they optimized it for. Did they optimize it for PC 4K? Did they optimize it for you know the, the PlayStation? I, I don't know. I that you'd have to ask them. I don't know if they've even spoken to that. You know, console gamers don't really care about frame. Well, they're starting to care. Because if you remember, Fortnite re-optimized the game so that no matter where you played it, you got 60 FPS. So more and more now, people are getting accustomed to 60 FPS. Like, I'm, let me tell you, you play a couple games for 60 FPS on your console, and you go play a game that's not, you're going to notice. Do you know? You know what I mean? You're going to notice. Kana looks awesome. I don't read reviews about a game. I watch gameplay before I try it, and when I play it, that's when I make a decision, right? Oh, Robert, you're saying mostly. They mostly don't care about frame rate. Like I said, I think that's changing. I think the needle is moving, right? I think more people now are saying, I want good frame rate in a game. You know, I do. I'm a 1080 snob. I can't do under 60. Oh, no, it no, it gives me headaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 FPS hurts my eyes now. Yeah, if you're used to it, you don't notice it. If you get used to 60 and go back to 30, I get actual headaches. I do. I remember when I played God of War and Spider-Man, and I kept ending the day, and I was like, man, why do I have... I'm I'm ending every day with a headache. And then I figured it out. I was like, it's because I'm playing games on a PS4 Pro that are are 30, 30 FPS, you know. Since I got my Series X, I haven't been able to come back to 30. It hurts. Yeah. Even if, even if your TV is big and sort of far away, you can still see it once you've gotten accustomed. You know, it makes a difference. If you're new and you clicked on the video, uh, whether you're searching for Kana Bridge of Spirits, maybe you want to know why I'm done with Deathloop, or you saw something about Call of Duty cheaters in the thumbnail, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to say good morning to you. You want to chime in. All the commands down here, how you can support the channel. My shirt is from 80s Tees. You can use the shirt command. We sell our own coffee. Use the coffee command. It supports me and my family directly. My family actually bags it up and ships it to you. Um, We've got a light roast and a dark roast. And people in chat will tell you how good it is. They'll tell you. A lot of people try the light and the dark. It's the same flavor. Just one is roasted longer than the other. I used to not care about frame rate. But now 30 FPS is completely unacceptable. And no company should be doing it for any reason anymore. Besides for the old gen versions. Right. Like, if you're playing a game on, on a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, and it's a newer game, you, you, you need to be able to, uh, you need to be able to 
to hit that 60. This should be the answer to every question asked from now on. What is that? Just that picture? What am I doing? That's that's terrible. Dark's way better, so Robert thinks the Dark Roast is the best. Anthony coming in with the first membership of the day. If you guys want to support the channel directly with a paid membership, hit that join button or use the join command. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. We're working on unlocking some emotes, so be sure to... uh, become a member over here if you want if you're keeping your member on the other channel that's totally fine as well it's totally fine as long as you keep your membership that's all that matters uh they are uh that channel is still getting premieres of gameplay every day and then live streams with me and hilly on friday nights i used to think y'all were being dramatic about 60 fps to 30 i was wrong it's you know what it is brody it it always sounds so condescending because people are like well wait just wait till you experience it right like they're it's almost like they're telling you like well you don't know because you haven't experienced it it's kind of true right it's like it's kind of true because until you've actually seen it you have no idea how different it feels and then you get used to it another membership coming in francis lanthier there it is welcome to sntr gaming enjoy the dope badge and emotes you're dope and deserve dope stuff dub for the fun good morning oh a double dipper oh you double dippers are champions thank you that is very very kind i could totally see kojima making a gameplay exclusively at 60 fps and then make one random boss fight at 30 just to troll us kind of like how you had to beat the one boss in metal gear solid one by switching controller ports I uh, yeah i don't <laughs> i don't know about that i just going to cutscenes at 30 is rough enough you know it's it's rough enough people scared to play this game because they actually might like uh, a game that's not 60 dollars <laughs> Hey, Lono, I found you due to Upper Echelon. I'm a recent fan. Thank you. I think you left a comment on something. I think I replied to you. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, as long as the game is fun, I don't care about 60 FPS to 30. It, it all comes down to what you're used to. It really, really does. If, if, if you get to the point that you're used to it, it is, I mean, it is really, really hard to go down uh we got a question here from adjc what exactly is the difference between 30 fps and 60 plus i personally couldn't tell the difference well what are you playing on if you're playing on a monitor i i have a hard time believing you if you're playing on a tv okay i could see that if you're sitting back on your couch and you play a 60 fps game and then you play a 30 fps game it's going to be hard for you to detect it See, you need a game where you can toggle it off and on. That's what you need. You need to be sitting on your couch, and you need to be able to toggle it off and on. When we did that in Watch Dogs, the one day Watch Dogs Legion pushed out a 60 FPS thing, and you could turn it off and on, and people in the chat were like, oh my gosh, I didn't think you could notice a difference, but I'm seeing a difference. Like, even people that were like naysaying were like, no, I can see it. I can see it. If you're going from one game to the other, it doesn't, you're not going to see it. It's going to be, especially if you're not used to it. If you're playing on a TV, sitting on your couch, a TV and your PS4, yeah, ADJC, I, I, I love you. You're a great dude, but you haven't been to the promised land yet. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you got to. <laughs> You haven't been to the promised land yet, my friend. You haven't. 
You just have not. You you play God of War on a PS5 on that TV with that 60, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh. And then you're going to go back and be like, what in the, what? I'll have to get a PS5 and actually play some PS5 games. So I'm, I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you. That's what I said earlier to Brody. I'm, it's not condescending. It's just the truth. Like, until you consistently experience it, it's like, I don't really see a big difference. There are people in chat right now that were like, I didn't think it was a big deal, and I changed my mind. I've never had a single person experience 60 FPS at length and not come over to our side of things. They were like, I I was wrong. It is a a huge difference. Oh my gosh. They always come over to, to this side of things because, because there, I, there's probably scientific reasons for it. Your eyes get accustomed to it. They adjust. And when you go back, it feels weird. It feels awkward. It feels sluggish. Someday when I can afford a wonderful PS5, I'm still saving up. I could buy one, but I'm not that rushed. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could wait. The long, You're going to be... The people that wait to get a PS5 are going to be in such a great position because you're, you're going to wait... And then there's going to be so many games to play that have been updated. Like, you're going to be able to play Horizon Zero Dawn with a 60fps update. That's dope. The update to God of War. The updates to Ghost of Tsushima. The updates to Death Stranding. Like, you're going to have just an absolute, just like, encyclopedia, an archive of great games to play. You know what I mean? A special blend of Rageous Rose tagline, because F you. <laughs> Yo, what's good, uh, Takashi? Peeps in chat, what's good? Frame rate is very dependent on the type of movement. On slower moving camera, it's harder to notice, so it depends on the types of games. True, the game type and I believe the television versus the monitor, and yeah, that really can make a difference. You know what I mean? It'll probably be a PS5 Slim by the time I can get one. All right. February's going to make my wallet cry. February is busting at the seams. It is. It is indeed. Um, that next run of hardware too. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know, better better hardware maybe. You know, if you guys haven't smashed the like button yet, consider smashing the like button. Let's get to 200 likes. That helps out the video. It helps out me and the channel. If you guys are enjoying yourself, there's a variety of ways to support the stream. It's free to hit like. It's totally free to hit subscribe. We want to earn your subscription. We do a show like this Monday through Friday. It's like gaming radio. And uh, we kicked off the day with my expectations about Kana Bridge of Spirits. I also have two more segments for you. Why I'm done with Deathloop and Call of Duty Vanguard cheaters are apparently just ending games uh, early. If they're grumpy, if they get grumpy pants, which is that just shows how bad they are. That <laughs> they could be cheating and <laughs> and still not play well enough to continue uh, and finish the game. Uh, th- th- that is that is that is truly special, I think. Uh, but those are all the ways you can support the stream as well as a membership or a coffee order or use the shirt command. All those commands down in the corner uh, of the screen. Uncharted series as well with the remaster. Yes, 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 yes. Uncharted four was so great, but man, that thirty FPS was woo. You get out in those big open areas, and it was like freaking sludge. It was like big big huge pans you know cheaters crying because they can't cheat all the way well the one guy the video is hilarious the video is hilarious they call the guy out you know 
and then he he's struggling while cheating <laughs> he's he's not winning and he's cheating right imagine cheating and not winning exactly hilly and he ends the game pretty sure sable will have a 60 fps option they patch it into the demo oh are you serious barrier i want to play that game so badly it's so cool looking but i was like dude my eyes are gonna bleed <laughs> it's like it looks like they built the game on an etch-a-sketch which is super dope but if it looks like that and it's 30 oh my gosh i ain't gonna make it <laughs> i ain't gonna make it my tv it's more noticeable compared to my monitor because of the size difference size difference how close you're sitting actually i notice it more takashi on a on a monitor because i'm so close to it and it's so much smaller i notice frame rate more on a monitor than a tv you know let's add a 20 fps mode yeah i just don't understand what who convinced them i will be playing kana today yes so we do this show now and this show is now three hours long. It gives us more time to play more games. We should be able to do a decent chunk of Kena, and then you guys video game voted for Fallout 76 first time Tuesday, which I don't know what I'm going to be able to do in that game in an hour, but uh, we're going to check it out. I think it's good to jump back in those games and just do an hour. Like, here's what it looks like. You know, here's what happens when you jump back in. Halo Infinite again this weekend and the next. I got my flight email, so yeah. They added a 60 FPS option. Oh, they have. Well, there you go. There you go. You're not going to do much? Yeah, I, I'm going to get through like maybe some dialogue. <laughs> Welcome to Fallout 76. And I'm like, well, well, guys, we we got we got through the, the opener. All right, that's an hour. <laughs> Good TVs will fill frames too, so 30 isn't as bad visually. Right. I tried to go back to Horizon after the PS5 upgrade came out to see the difference. Uh, I once said these graphics are amazing PS4, and now I'm saying these graphics are horrible back to the PS5 upgrade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As I've said before, FPS is very subjective. It is. It is. But being subjective, Takashi, it is once once you have it, once you've experienced it, it's it's so hard to go down. Fallout 76 is much better intro now. There are at least NPCs, but yeah, with only one hour, you're just going to talk and kill roaches maybe. Okay, okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's still a good sample. Not every video game voting session can be super long. Um, we played that Tales of Iron game yesterday, and boy, um, boy oh boy, was that one... Uh, <laughs> I um, didn't read the description. Apparently, and I should have. Apparently, Tales of Iron is a uh, is a Souls like game, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so I was like, "Why is the combat so hard?" Well, that's why. <laughs> I was like that idiot that bought Returnal and was like, "Why am I going back to the beginning?" It's a rogue, you dummy, you know? I didn't read the description. I thought all Tales of Iron looks so charming. The art style is so, so cool. It's a Souls game, man. It's brutal. Like the second boss I fought, man, I was flipping out. And if I would have known it was a Souls game, I still would have been irritated at some of the bugs. We were definitely having some weird things happen. 
but I think I'd have I think I'd have held it under the lid for a little bit longer. You know what I mean? I finished Deathloop this morning. I was happy with it. Traded in for Tales of Arise. Right, right, right. You mean Game of the Year nominee Tales of Iron? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I finished Days Gone last night. So good. We need to add that to Rewind Wednesday. Yeah, that's one I wish I would have been able to finish. Seriously. If you guys are just tuning in, uh, we're covering a variety of topics today. My expectations about Kane and Bridge of Spirits, why I'm done with Deathloop, and Call of Duty Vanguard Beta Cheaters. If you've got questions or comments about any of those things, make sure you're subscribed so you can talk in chat. You can also use the question command or the... What did we name it? What did we name that other command? Did we call it... What do we call it? Highlight? No. Do we call it showcase? No, highlight. You can use the highlight command or the question command to have your comments or your questions highlighted right here on the screen. You use the command and then type type your comment or your question. I like fast movement and reflex-based gameplay. If I can get more than 60, I'll take it, but 60 FPS is my baseline. You know, it's funny. Because I'm a streamer, the the capture method on on in OBS and because OBS and streams are always at 60 FPS I um I just set my monitor to 60 hertz I got so tired of all the weird behavior from games the the jitters and the and the frame issues so it's going to sound crazy but for the sake of just e- ease of capture and streaming I play all my games at 60 now. I just got so freaking tired of it. It it wasn't worth to play at 120 for the headache every time I booted up a game. You know what I mean? A $5 tip from Rissick25. I love the drawing and the note on the coffee your family did. Well, thank you very much. If you guys order coffee, let me know. I try to check my email and shout you out when you do that. My wife uh, and my kiddos bag it up. My kids make little drawings and put them in the bags for you to say thanks. Uh, it does support me and my family directly. Um, so be sure to let us know uh, if you uh, if you order coffee. We always we always like to shout those out. And um, also also uh, the the coffee ships faster than virtually anywhere else you're going to order it. You, the labels are usually printed that night or the next day, and we live in a great city for shipping, so it gets to you very very quickly. Uh, so we appreciate you guys so, so much, uh, supporting the coffee. My wife asks for three orders a day, so, (laughs) or I don't get lunch. So it's on you guys. If I'm not, if I don't get fed, uh, psychonauts two for the win. I mean, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, game of the year contenders this year, it's going to be a thinner list. There's, there's not as many titles that came out. Uh, you know, this year was just a light year. I think Ratchet and Returnal will be up there. Um, I don't know. Deathloop will probably get a nod because of the the reviews and the prestige that it received. Even though I think a lot of people are split on it now that you know the gaming community is interacting with it, it seems to be getting a little bit more of a. I'm I'm actually curious about something. Uh, Metacritic, Deathloop. I'm actually curious what the community yeah community's giving it a six a six one versus the 88 so clearly i'm not alone here right when when you when reviewers are giving it eight nines and tens and then the community gathers around it and it lands on a six well i feel a whole lot better about saying that i give it a solid seven um because again i think it uh 
I think it's going to split. I think it's going to split. That's almost a split down the middle. It's a 60-40 split if you think about it. Like a lot of people are like, I just didn't like it or it wasn't that good or whatever. They're they're giving it low marks. You know, it's getting review bombed for the PC issue. No, the one I clicked on was the PS5 version. So people are going and p- review bombing the PS5 version? Come on. It got review bombed because it's an Xbox published game. Been a few articles. So it got review bombed because of because of the can you man I hate that that's I wish that you were only able to review on some of these sites if if you're reviewing the PS5 version you'd have to like sync up your PlayStation login and it would verify that you indeed owned it. Do you know what I'm saying? That sucks that people are doing that. I would love to see an accurate depiction of what the public thinks about the game. I wonder how many review bombs it got hit with. Doesn't Metacritic... Don't, aren't they starting to wipe those, though? I mean, they just let them sit there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the PC issues, the stuttering, is... Apparently, it's an, it's still happening. PC Gamer had an article that said that they had put out a patch, but it was still... People were still experiencing trouble. Buy a game. There's a code in the box. And you get a code when you buy online that should leave a review. Well, I mean, Metacritic would have to create a, a, a way to verify purchase. Do you know what I mean? Shouldn't be able to review anything without proof of purchase. Why Deathloop is getting review bombed? Deathloop is being review bombed on PC for its DRM. PlayStation and Xbox loyalists are review bombing Deathloop. I don't understand why wouldn't a site like Metacritic have have contingencies in place? Then they they know this is going to happen. Do they not care cuz it's just it's just traffic on the website, I guess. It's like, "Yeah, it's fine. It'll drive people here." Like the drama, they probably benefit from the review bombing. Like Metacritic probably benefits from it because a ton of people go to the site and then a bunch of articles circulate about it and then a bunch of people now more, they got to go to Metacritic and be like, oh, what's going on over there on Metacritic? And then Metacritic gets an increase in clicks. So they're like, yeah, it's good for business when review bombs happen. Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Like we're not going to try to shut this down or stop this. Stuttering is definitely worse than being locked to 30 FPS. Right, 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 yeah. Give me consistent 30 instead of stuttering is exactly right. It happens so much they probably can't keep up with it. You would think that they would just have a waiting scale, right? Gas Station Simulator, top number one on Steam, 110,000 units sold in five days. My gosh, good for them. I told you that game was good. Oh, they reached out. They reached out and sent me some codes for gas station simulators. So uh, they uh, they reached out and asked if I wanted some. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. People really enjoyed my video. Um, I would just think you'd have a waiting scale to be like, well, this is somebody that wrote like a very thoughtful one and you wouldn't tell anybody this, but like when 150 reviews land in a single day that are all zeros with game sucks, game bad, blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't really count those, you know? Like, nah, nah, you know? Regular reviewers of Metacritic, like, you would have, like, how you get ranked on Uber, right, as a passenger, you'd get ranked as a reviewer. You know, I'd be like, well, this guy, he just made an account. Or this guy only gives zeros out, and he do, and he does it every once in a while, and it always seems to happen when there's a review bomb going on, right? 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, disagree? What if you can't purchase it and then that's the problem? Why would you write a review of something you can't per- purchase? The idea is that reviews provided are from sources that have knowledge. But if it's unique to you, or better yet, the game has a message in it, so I shouldn't have to buy or support it to leave an opinion, this is crap. There should be a wait, as Lono said. But you're not leaving a review. You're leaving You're leaving a disagreement. That's not a review. A review, by definition, is not you saying, I disagree with the message of this game. And I don't even know what game is doing that. But, like, if a game came out with, like, a really nasty, like, hateful message, you know you were like this is a bad game well you you could put the word out sure but it doesn't make any sense to let you review it and damage it because you disagree with it like that (laughs) that that doesn't line up with me logically no let the market dictate like you could you could go to your your forums and your feeds and your friends and say hey you guys probably shouldn't buy that game and support it that you know it's it's a nasty game or whatever the case may be they're using all of their profits to to club baby seals or something and then you're like well i don't want to support that game but going and leaving a review is a misrepresentation of what a review is a review is not meant to be a mechanism by which you can punish something that you disagree with it's meant to be a review of the product to say good bad functions glitchy buggy whatever you know five stars four stars whatever i disagree with the politics of this game it's too woke i need to drop a bad review based on some grifters youtube video yeah it cuts both ways fuzzy it cuts both ways like you would say but my perspective is that if this game has a hateful message i'm gonna go leave a bad review yeah but what about somebody who doesn't like the fact that like the lead characters are african-american you know some truly hateful also awful persons like well i disagree with that they should be allowed to go and leave a review because they disagree with the perspective of the game that doesn't even make any sense that's not the function of a review the function of a review is to say played it here's what I think about it not I disagree with the game's perspective you know I defeat the EA Star Wars anti-consumer policy to leave my opinion your opinion doesn't matter if you haven't played the game reviews are opinions opinions dot 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 on the product that you've played what so let's say you disagree with eating meat are you gonna leave a Yelp on a on a steakhouse to be like meat is murder one star review? That's stupid. The point of the review is to say I've ate at this restaurant, service gets a three, food gets a four, you know, the the atmosphere gets a five. You don't get to go leave a Yelp on a steakhouse because you disagree with eating meat. And you don't get to leave a review on a video game that you've never played because you disagree with what they're doing. It's nonsensical. Like, you think you're allowed to do it. That means everybody else can do it. That means everybody else. The hateful guy stuck in the 1920s can leave a review on Deathloop because he doesn't like the fact that the, the lead characters aren't white. You're going to let him do that? That's the, that's the standard you're allowing. If he disagrees with the game, then 
he can go leave a hate-filled review of something he's never touched. Well, I don't want to support that game with my monies. And so he can leave a review? Do you see the problem with that? You can't let people leave reviews of games that they've never purchased or played. So I have to support the game in order to leave a review? Why do you need to be able to leave a review on a product that you don't own? It doesn't It doesn't make any sense. They do that, though. They do, Mo, and that's what we're pushing back on. That's what we're pushing back on. We're pushing back on the notion that you should not be able to leave a review on something unless you can prove that you own it. And Fuzzy was like, wait a minute, what if I disagree with the game's message or I disagree with the game's practices? Oh, I have to buy it to leave a review? Yeah, the function of a review is to not say you disagree with the game, it's to say I played it and here's what I think. Reviews would be less opinionated if there were more avenues for people to express their discontent in an official recognized capacity. Look at how Battlefront 2 changed for the better because of it. I agree, if they never purchased it, they shouldn't be able to review. SJWs will jump onto every and any chance to make their voices heard. Alas, we have to learn how to filter everything. Here's something that people always forget. You think you're right about everything. You you won't say that out loud, but you do. When people are like, well, this guy thinks he's right about everything. Well, so do you. No one's walking around thinking that, like, their private beliefs are incorrect. No one's doing that. Yes, I'm a uh, I'm a card-carrying Republican, and I think I'm wrong about everything. Nobody's walking around like that. Everybody thinks they're right about everything, okay? And the thing that people tend to forget is that if you want the ability to do that, I want to be able to leave a review on something that I haven't purchased and I want to leave that review based on a disagreement that I have with the business practices or the message of the game. Everybody else gets to do the same thing. Not just you. You're not special. You're not special. Your perspective isn't special. You're not more informed than anybody else, right? Well, maybe you are on certain issues, but you get what I'm saying, right? You're not in a special class, okay? So the minute you establish that standard... You've now nullified all reviews because anybody and anyone can leave a review and be like, I've not even played the game, but I disagree with the game. That doesn't even make any sense. So now you have completely nullified reviews as a reliable representation of the product, right? vegans can storm Amazon and leave bad reviews on any meat related product and then you go to buy it and you're like my my cousin said that this thing is great and look at the review scores what's going on what what's going on why does it have such low scores oh it's getting review bombed by the vegans like what no Amazon doesn't let you do that you can't just storm the castle and leave a bad review you have to own the product and I think you can go leave reviews on Amazon. You have to make an Amazon account. But then it says that it's not a verified purchase. Like, if you leave a review and you've actually purchased it from Amazon, it says verified purchase. Like, they, they not, then I know you own the product. It's in your home. Opposite, it's true. Only because the lead character, I'm giving this a perfect score. 
I mean, I'm not going to project, projecting that's not, not, not helpful, Andrew Guerrero. I don't think that's why people are giving it perfect scores. I think people are giving it perfect scores because it landed in a drought. <laughs> they stop being reviews and they become places of signaling your own beliefs. That's exactly my point. I could agree with your beliefs, right? Let's say some game comes out and it's just awful. It's hateful. It's got bad depictions of pe- persons and people groups. And I agree with you. I'm like, that's a nasty game, right? I don't see I don't see this happening. But let's just let's just for a thought experiment say that a game lands and uh, and and that's exactly what's going on. We're like, oh my gosh. I may agree with your perspective and be like, yep, yeah. And be outspoken. Like, we shouldn't support this game or the message in this game. It's no, it's, it's nasty game. But that doesn't mean that I say, oh, we should all go leave bad reviews. What? That doesn't... What What do you mean? Why? Why should we go do that? That That's not the function of a review. That A review is supposed to be written by somebody who's consumed the product. Not to mention, not to mention, the inverse effect can happen here. Do you want to know what happens typically when review bombs happen? Typically, review bombs happen, and then everybody's talking about the game, and now you've actually helped the game. So all these crybabies that go and review bomb games, I don't think they understand that it actually, long-term, ends up helping the game, at least for a while. If they can go and get the review bombs purged, like if they, a lot of times Steam will do that, and, and Metacritic will do that. They'll go and purge the review bombs. It takes a while, but they go through and say, yeah, these are illegitimate, Okay. And in the short term, it helps because it puts the game in headlines and everyone's talking about the game. Everyone's hearing about the game. If you restrict who can leave reviews, you end up with Fallout 76. Remember they tried to erase bad reviews and could because they owned the platform. Well, no, 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 no. You're talking about something different now. I'm not talking about getting rid of bad reviews. I'm talking about saying... If I want to go get a representation of Fallout 76, I don't want a review from some hater, troll, like, zit-faced kids, like, yeah, bleh. Like, I don't, his review doesn't help me. I need a review written by someone who has played it. That's what I need. Here's the thing. If you have an issue with something at its core issue, its message or whatever, you just shouldn't give it legs by engaging with it. That's exactly, yeah, yeah. And what Zubair is saying, it have the Streisand effect. I learned the dark roast still tastes good a day later. I set the automatic brew for nine this morning and forgot to dump the coffee and filter from yesterday, and I put new stuff in. Oh, hey. There you go. <laughs> Rangers Roast Dark Roast. It's good even a day later. <laughs> uh, like, I th- th- this happens all the time. I think people have, like, really, really good intentions. It's like, well, I want to be able to go and, and shut down you know, bad messaging or hate or whatever. I want to stand against it. But it's like, you understand that, have you ever played a board game? Have you ever played a board game? Whatever you set the rules are for your piece on the board, my piece gets to do the same thing. Yeah? My piece gets to do the same thing. So if you're going to roll the dice in Parcheesi, and you're going to claim that rolling a 1 is 75 spaces... I get to do the same thing as you, and now the game is just tarnished. The flow of Parcheesi is completely thrown off because a one is 75 spaces? That's ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense, right? This is, this is what is dangerous about hubris and thinking that, like, your position is the position. It's dangerous. 
because you'll give yourself allowances that then you will say, well, but other people can't do that. I'm aware it cuts both ways. That's the price of freedom. Here's the problem though, Fuzzy. As my example in Parcheesi, it ruins the game of Parcheesi if we do that. If we turn Parcheesi into Calvin Ball, and we're just making up rules as we go, and it cuts both ways, you are nullifying what a review is. Do you see? You're nullifying what a review is. Then I go to read a review, and I'm getting nothing but arguments about, well, I don't want to play as a woman, or the message in this game is hateful, or... The, the message in this game is regressive whatever the case may be and now the review outlet is just a source of debate just turn it into a forum and call it a day just call it a forum have no mods let the inmates run the asylum and then just then I'll be like well there's no reason to go read those reviews it completely dilutes the purpose of a review it's like why would anybody read this this is just a bunch of people arguing about the message or the mode of the game's function like instead of saying whether or not the game is good is it is it glitchy? Is it buggy? Is it playable? Does it flow well? How's the combat feel? How's the soundtrack? What are the graphics like? How's performance? Does it maintain 60 FPS? I'm not getting any of that. I'm just getting a bunch of dudes arguing on the internet. We have enough of that everywhere. You, you, you throw a stick and you're going to hit a website with dudes arguing on the internet. <clears throat> what is freedom with no order? Chaos. That's right. <clears throat> That's right. Freedom without order is is destructive. It is. What you're suggesting is saying it's okay to go on the coffee reviews and say Lona was annoying. It has nothing to do with the coffee. <laughs> uh, Metacritic is not the place to go complain about a game you haven't played. <clears throat> you disagree with it or some political, philosophical, or social reason. Right. That's not what the that's not what the av- that's not what the venue is for. You want to use Reddit? You can use Reddit for that. <clears throat> you could go make a post on Reddit in the gaming in the game and try and get people to upvote it. You know, I disagree with the message of this game, and people are like, "Well, what do you mean?" It trivializes, you know, abuse or something. You're like, "Oh my gosh, how?" And you'd like break down the scenes in the story and talk about how I, I I don't think this is a game that we should be playing or turning into entertainment. Cool, great exchange of thought. Go into the public square and have that exchange of thought. Totally fine. But you want to go on to Yelp and be like, I disagree with this. I, I disagree with Steakhouse's existence because because I think meat is murder. Well, that, that's that's not why Yelp is there. Yelp is not there for you to do that. Just like Metacritic isn't there for you to do that. You're going to the wrong venue. You know? It, it, it's like complaining to the cashier about the quality of the produce. What are you doing? It has nothing to do with them. Wait, leave them alone. They, they, they're there making minimum wage, and they want to spend the, the least amount of time with you as possible. Just buy your stuff and move it on down the line. You want to call the manager or the area manager and say, hey, lately the produce has been kind of sucky. That's the appropriate venue to let them know they got bad produce. You want to go to Reddit for good conversation? Listen, I think I think there's some productive conversations that happen on there. I do, not all the time, but I think there are some. I've read a co- I've read a couple. You know, uh, you got to you got to dig. You you, <laughs> you you have to dig. <laughs> you know, oh they dig, they test. <laughs> they dig, they test. I keep accidentally taking photos of my 
my uh, my wallpaper. I was checking to see if we had any uh, coffee orders. Get those coffee orders in chat. We don't have any yet. Reviews are to tell others of your experience with the product to inform other potential consumers of the product. That's exactly right. Like, it, like if you disagree with, like, maybe you find out there's some manufacturing company that's like breaking all kind of regulations and they're making these staplers. But these staplers are killer. Like, I go to Amazon to order one. It's got like four and a half out of five stars. Everyone's like, this is the greatest stapler ever. It never jams. So easy to reload it. Oh, man. It's just, it's 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 like a Swiss Army knife stapler. It's got a hole punch. It's got a, you know, it's got all these great things on it. It's got a letter opener that flips out the back. And you and all your friends that are motivated to speak out against that company go and review bomb that stapler well that's not what that avenue is there for that avenue there is there to inform the consumer about the quality of the product that they're buying not not a forum for debate and disagreement about like standards and practices in a warehouse for safety it just doesn't what the what this why are you this doesn't have anything to do with the stapler well it does but it doesn't have anything to do with the reviews people should be informed if it's that important to someone they should be able to see it the review forums are the signs outside the store about what's in the store it's the exact place you go if you protest the store i disagree i I think that's a false equivalency if you want to stand outside the store and inform the public you are going to a public space and you might not be some of these strip malls it's private property and they're going to kick you out but if you go to a public space to like warn people about the products inside that's not the same as going to Metacritic's platform not a free platform not a public platform it's their platform the platform has an intention right and the intention is to review and say this product is good, bad, or the other. I've, I've used it, and here's what I think. So, you you don't get to you don't get to go to their forum and claim freedom because it's not your platform; it's theirs. And if they wanted to establish a standard that says we're going to start to put in methods to confirm purchase and really weight those scores over these people that show up, make a brand new account, and slam a video or a video game with a zero because they disagree with something in the game there's too much politics in far cry 6 zero shut the frick up like nobody nobody asks you you know if that's your opinion don't buy it be quiet right i don't like politics in my game yeah but i i I don't i I don't like i don't like veggie burgers i'm not smacking anybody in the mouth who's trying to enjoy one you know like shut up like no one cares let me, let me disillusion you. No one cares what what you think. Like, they want to know. Does it run well? Is it glitchy? Is it buggy? They're not coming to Metacritic to hear you pontificate about what you think should or shouldn't be in a game. That's not why it's there. It's not, it's not the point. Companies should absolutely only allow a review of a product after verifying purchase. It literally makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, it... You, if it becomes it becomes a free-for-all if everybody can do it then every game is open season open season people could review bomb ghost of tsushima why i disagree with first party exclusives 
Shut up. Go home. No one, no one needs to hear from you. No one. I believe they could. They could have a well-articulated argument. I believe that first-party exclusives are the nullification of the free market and blah 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 blah. blah. That's great. You take your thesis. You take your long-winded nonsense, and you go put it somewhere else because that's not what this freaking place is for. It's not what it's for. I don't care what you think about that. He could be a. He could be just a hate-mongering intellectual. Well, actually, I don't think the representation of the people in the game is accurate, and I think there should be. I don't care. I'm not. I don't want to hear from you. That's not. Did you buy the game? Well, no. Well, then be quiet. Just, just shut your face. <laughs> just, just shut your face. <laughs> you know, not you, fuzzy, but, but yeah, you, fuzzy. Like, don't be quiet. Be quiet. No, no, no one cares. You know. <laughs> No one's going to Metacritic to hear you complain about the microtransaction policies in a Star Wars game. There, that's not the press up the appropriate venue for it. You know, Kana looks uh, and sounds beautiful. I did 25 minutes this morning and I really liked it. I really liked it. We'll be playing it this afternoon. If you're tuning in for my Kana Bridge of Spirits expectations, I did that at the beginning of the very beginning of the stream, like 28 seconds into the stream. If you want to go hear those. I'll give you my thoughts on it if you have questions about it. I got a 25-minute premiere that'll hit SNTR Presents this afternoon. But this is SNTR Gaming. We will be playing the game. We'll be playing in the game. I didn't say anything. No, no, Fuzzy Muffin. He's in the Discord. Fuzzy Muffin. Different Fuzzy. Different Fuzzy. (sighs) First party exclusives ruined PvP. (laughs) That's why Rotten Tomatoes is trash as well. Well, you know, the funny thing about Rotten Tomatoes is a lot of the times, the lower the review score, the higher the public. I've noticed that. Like, uh, the, 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 the basic reviewers, they will slam a game. I'm sorry, the basic reviewers will slam a movie. And then, uh, and then the, the, the audience is like, oh, it's great. It's great. Give me one second. I was making sure the Ethernet cable was plugged into the TV for my wife. Sorry. Isn't it predictable that someone with a megaphone would go to the most high traffic area to shout out what they want to be heard? Not saying it's right, but it's predictable. Okay. Right. Right. Arch. Okay. Given that it's predictable, shouldn't there be standards and practices in case to make this ineffective? Like review bombing shouldn't be effective. There should be there should be something in place to keep this from happening. Are you playing New World next week? Yes. Are you going to grind it? Yes. That's the plan. <clears throat> Funniest part is nine times out of ten, this is the same person with Nikes on their feet and an iPhone in their hands, fresh from lunch at Chick Fil A, screaming about how something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> that sounds like a political. <laughs> there, 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 there's too there is too much there. There is way too much there. <laughs> like a that is that's a political cartoon, isn't it? You know, like a guy holding an iPhone, wearing Nikes, and and eating. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is just this is wrong. Really? <laughs> Where'd you? How much them shoes cost you? You ran quick for that one. I heard him coming down. She's getting my 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 son set up with a show. He is oh my gosh, he is he's very funny. He's gotten to a real funny stage, really. 
What's that? Oh, in the show. <laughs> There's an ugly lady in the show. Did I tell you what he said when he was we were taking the the strings off of the ropes? He said he was going to make a, a whip. He said, but just a pretend whip. He said, just a pretend whip. He said, I read a book. He said, and they put the people in the fields and they whipped them and they had to pick the white stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, buddy. They, I was like, they were, they were picking cotton and they were mistreated. It was terrible. And he's like, yeah. He's like, if I lived back then, I'd take this whip and I'd whip the men that did it. <laughs> I was like... I was like, what a great book that would be. The Time Traveler's Whip, you know? I'd read it. What's he doing? <laughs> Little head tilt. Little head tilt. Little head tilt. Yeah, he said that. He's like, if I was, if I, if I could go back then, he's like, I'd take my whip. I'd whip those men that did that. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'd, I'd set those people free. I was like, you would. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's my man right there. But then I told him, I was like, listen, listen, bro. <laughs> I'm attaching leather strips to this stick. You, you you, can't hit anybody with this, okay? He's like, I'll just pretend. He's like, I'll hit the bushes. I was like, okay. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I'll let, let's, let's, I'll let you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great, that'd be a great graphic novel. The Time Traveler's Whip. That's right. Ugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a Chappelle bag in time skin. You could either make it really serious or or whimsical and funny. Yeah, it could, it could cut both ways. It could cut both ways. He's he's of the habit of saying um cuz he doesn't he doesn't think anything of it. He'll describe people as having darker skin. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, the one with the darker skin." Cuz he doesn't think anything of it. We have we have uh friends they've uh they've adopted Ethiopian children and of course they're very very dark skinned. And so that's just to him, that's just totally normal to have friends. You know, he's got Korean friends, Ethiopian friends. He just doesn't even think about it. He just describes what they look like. But you always want to be careful because it can sound. We're, we're, we're all like overly cautious now, right? As a society. It's like, oh my gosh. But it's like, it can sound bad. But at the same time, it's like, he's just a kid. He's just describing what he sees. Like in his heart, he doesn't think anything of it. He's not saying it to be mean. They, they're not mean when they describe my kids. We had to stop him from doing it. Because they'll read those little books about, like, the tall man, the skinny man, the fat man. They're, like, they're just teaching them descriptive words. And they've got, like, little cartoons. And it's not mean-spirited. It's just describing tall, skinny, fat, short, whatever. And so so they'll say that. They'll see somebody and say, oh, that, yeah, that fat lady over there. It's like, whoa, 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 you can't say <laughs> You cannot say that. You can't say that in the public. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Future rights have to. That's right. That's right. That's right. Him, him and my daughter both will get real passionate about that because it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to them. They'll read the they've read you know read the books and you know seen the seen the history and all that. And uh, man, they don't get it. They're like, why on earth, you know, would that be a thing? Like, well, well, you know, it was a was it, I don't know if it, you would consider it a different time. It was just like every every generation has its thing um, that is you know looked back on with embarrassment, you know. <clears throat> it would be worse not to acknowledge 
Just teach them to say husky. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is, is they wouldn't understand that, Zubair, because they love husky dogs. Like when we play Overcooked, my daughter always wants to be the husky. She loves huskies. She thinks they're so great. She's like, I want to move to a place where there's snow and have huskies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's not a bad wish, you know? It's not a bad wish. Uh, that far last over there. Uh, I love when kids have no filter. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is an innocuous conversation. I'm sure there's someone listening that's borderline triggered. Do you ever think about the fact that that's more on them? Isn't it? Is that more on them than me? You know, like Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> He's like, and listen, man, <laughs> he's like, you clicked on my face. You clicked on my face, he says. <laughs> Jamie Foxx talked about how, like, Chappelle would just throw random big words. And he'd be like, Wu-Tang. And then he'll be like, I was shot loose. It's like, what? <laughs> he does an amazing impersonation of Robert Downey Jr. and Chappelle, which that's a that's a spectrum of impersonation. Like you wouldn't think it, but Jamie Foxx can do a really good impersonation of both those guys. That's good. Sounds like Chris Rock. No, 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 no. <laughs> they do not sound alike at all. <laughs> no, no. Chris Rock and Chris Tucker have similar like octaves that they hit, but I don't think Rock and Chappelle sound a lot they they don't sound alike no Chappelle has one of the greatest screams like ah like whenever he does his scream I forget what he was talking about he was talking about the hitting somebody with with pepper he's like it'll pepper him and he's like ah ah when he screams I love I love I love his scream it's such a good scream (laughs) it's good it's good uh you cl- yeah, you clicked on my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. You clicked on my face. He does impersonations. He's like, if you ever say anything, <laughs> I'm going to cancel you. He's like, you know who that is? He's like, you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> oh, my impersonations. I like her. So I cannot impersonate uh, Chappelle. No, his voice goes into like a gravelly Register. I love listening to him just talk. He's got like a really, I like, I really actually like his voice. He goes into a gravel, very good registry that I can't, I cannot impersonate. No, 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 no. (laughs) I could probably work at it, but it would take a while. You have to just keep listening and practicing like one phrase. That's how you do it. You know, that's how you do it. So. We we went we went uh, we went full circle this morning, man. Cana Bridge of Spirits expectations. It it is the Cana uh, release date, okay? And we will be doing Cana uh, gameplay later, and we will be um, talking about it, reviewing it. I have a premiere over on SNTR presents of the first twenty five minutes of Cana, so hopefully you guys will help us get that video into a good place later. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta smoke to get that gravel. Yeah, that gravel is is uh is damage is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It is it is a it is a damaged it's sad to think about it, you know, like you're in the business of speaking 
and you've, you know, hopefully he doesn't get, you know, older and have any issues. Smoking for years, yeah. He talked about that with Jerry. I was trying to quit or whatever. Oh. You know the full three to four hours? When we play Kana, we'll do three. I don't want to go longer than three. It's going to be hard some days. Like if we if we really have like crazy good viewership, like we'll we'll obviously we'll um we'll we'll make that judgment call. But we'll do three. Um, we'll do th- this. This show is now three hours. Gameplay should hit three, and then we should just bail. Um, there's just a limited there's a limited potency. Live streams on YouTube have a limited potency, and uh, you get so far, and it's just like it's time to it's time to hang it up, you know. Uh, I couldn't believe that, Sven. I could not believe Chick Fil A got rid of the bagel, the breakfast bagel. My wife told me I thought she was joking. I was like, "You're joking, right?" She does that. She'll joke with me. She'll like, "Oh, I already called ahead, and they they don't have your your favorite thing or whatever." That's like a gag that she plays with me all the time. So when she said that, I was thinking, boy, who cried wolf? I was like, oh, you're just messing with me. She's like, no, I'm being dead serious. They removed it. I was like, what? I was absolutely furious. It's like, I, if I knew they were going to do that, I would have went and got like, I would have went and got one. You know, one last hurrah with the best breakfast sandwich in existence. You know, I, I it, it made no sense. It had to be the price point. It had to be the price point that, that it wasn't, maybe it wasn't as popular, right? Um... You know, it, it the, the 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 price point was um was 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 probably the driver. You know, yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't know I don't know creature I don't know creature today today felt uh you know maybe a little bit better than yesterday. I was thinking um we uh da, da, da. okay about the same um honestly about the same. Uh, we could maybe try and why is Jet trending? Did Jet launch? Um, we could maybe try and do our other stories. Uh, we haven't done a poll yet either, so maybe we could um, maybe we could do a poll here. I don't know what we would do the poll about. We got Kana. We got the cheating. Um. So review bombing does have a place. Free the breakfast bagel. <laughs> That's right. You know? Uh, oh, Jet got nerfed in the Valorant in the patch. Oh, there's a Jet game coming out with two T's as well. That's so interesting. Um, missed the last 30 minutes picking the kids up, but I stand with Mo. Shut up. Shut up, Hilly. Shut up. Are we playing Valheim this week? I think that's what people ask us to play. Um... <laughs> I don't even know what we should, what we should do the poll based on. Um, poll is Death Loop overrated, but the problem with that is everybody voting in the poll, they've not they've not played it. They've not played it. I, that, that feels like an easy. I don't like the word overrated. I, I feel like overrated is such a lazy criticism. People do that all the time. They're like, this band that I don't like is so overrated. What? What? you're not saying anything what do you mean so that because they're they this is what overrated means to a lot of people not you master ty not you your question made sense given the discussion this morning this is what overrated means to most people okay 
that thing that's super popular i don't like it that's that's it that's the summary that's it that's the that's the thought process that goes into that you know harry styles is overrated shut your mouth shut your mouth first of all he's gorgeous second of all he's incredibly talented just because you don't like him doesn't mean he's overrated what do you mean the public has decided the public has declared him great and very popular that's all overrated means that really popular thing i don't like it that's all it means I don't listen to Harry Styles' music. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to his music. He's never in the playlist. He's never in the hopper. But when I heard him sing on Saturday Night Live, I was like, holy frick. What is going on? It's like somebody took a little bit of John Lennon and Mick Jagger and Brad Pitt and put it in a blender. And they're like, poof, here you go. Look at this guy. What? How? How does this guy exist? And people are like, he's overrated. What do you mean? What? How, what's the? How do you determine that? <laughs> how do you determine that he's over? That he's overrated? What? What's your measurement here? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, he's he's a pretty good looking dude. Vocal talent, pretty talented guy. What's 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 the measurement here? Record sales? <laughs> just, he's He's doing pretty well. <laughs> He's doing all right. <laughs> How about the discrepancies between reviews and the professionals versus the content creators? They're all over the place. Oh, for Deathloop? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's one of those things where... Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's do this. This is a good poll. This is a good poll. Um, do you check game reviews before purchasing yes or no is that something that you do do you commonly do this i'll put commonly because you maybe don't do it all the time but you do it you do it it's a common practice do you commonly check game reviews before purchasing i want to know i want to know chat there's 364 people here smash the like button make sure you're subscribed make sure your bell button set to all and then take the poll in the chat do you commonly check game reviews before purchasing? I want to see I want to see a couple hundred votes on that poll minimum. It's kind of late, but when my daughter was younger, she once said a woman looked like Shrek, and she kind of did. <laughs> uh, he's the one diving into a pile of cash like Scrooge McDuck, not the critics. Right, Brittany? Right? Come on. <laughs> I watch gameplay and ideal I watch you play it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would consider that a game review though, wouldn't you, Hilly? Like, you're not going and reading a game review, but you're watching gameplay. Do you check game reviews is how I phrased it. Like, that to me is you checking on the game first. You're like, well, I'm gonna watch this guy play it. You know, I trust this 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 person, you know. I liken this when my kids say ow to something that bothered them. But actually, but didn't actually hurt. People say overrated as a means of saying I don't like that. It's just immaturity, right? I do check game reviews, but more as a reflex, more than I'm using it to gauge whether or not to buy the game or not. You're asking people to watch you play games and give your opinions on them. If this isn't hundred percent, people are lying. <laughs> yeah, but 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 Zubair, they they may have already bought Kana. Barrier bought Kana and's already played it. 
Barrier's gonna beat it before I do. Barrier's not waiting for me. He was convinced. Saw the review. Uh, not even saw the reviews. Saw the trailer. Saw the gameplay and thought, I have to buy that. You know. I watch streamers play it first usually. Right, 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 right. I'm putting no because I'm not counting review videos. I never read game reviews. I want to see the gameplay and hear someone's thoughts I trust. But that's you checking a game review before playing it. Even watching me play it for two hours and picking my brain while I play it, that's you checking a game review before purchasing the game. You're, you're, you're commonly saying, I'm a wait. I'm a wait. I'm, wanting, I'm analyzing the behavior of being like, I don't want to buy the game until I've seen it or, or heard somebody kind of gives some thoughts on it. I trust those who have played it without a predilection for bias. I'm waiting for my Kana review from Lono. Well, there you go. So we already separate reviews and give them weight. It should be up to me to determine what's relevant. Have critic, player, public. I read reviews all the time. Usually the worst ones I see if they hate it for a valid reason or if they hate it because they have no thumbs. Well, sure. Sure. Giving Deathloop 10 is overrating it. It's a good game, but not a 10. That's the problem with reviews, isn't it? Because to that person, it's a 10. You're not, bu- But you're not biased? Like, I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I'm not emotionally sta- <laughs> I'm not emotionally stable enough to have to not be just absolutely transparent when I'm playing a game. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not emotionally stable enough. If I don't like a game, if I'm having a bad time with a game, I can't fake it. Do you know? I can't fake it. Now, if the viewership is there, I'll I'll keep suffering, right? If we had had like a thousand people watching me play Deathloop, I'd have kept suffering and kept ranting and raging out. Why? Well, because people would have loved it. Oh, this guy's freaking losing it. He is losing his mind. I can't look away. Right? That's just being an entertainer who's thinking on your feet. Right? Like, the audience is is here, so I'll keep on going. (laughs) Like, that's just the descent into madness. Right? But I'm not emotionally stable enough to hide it. I'm like, this... I think this game sucks. I love this game. Like, I'm grinning ear to ear in certain games. Like, oh, this game is so great. Right? Like, Grounded on Friday night. Right. I'm not, especially after a couple of drinks. You're, you're, you are going to get unfiltered me. Now, I, I trimmed the, the end of that stream off because I, I, I went overboard. I went overboard. I, I was just saying nasty things, you know. Instead of just critiquing it as a survival game in the realm of accessibility, I was just being nasty. So I trimmed that off. I was like, ah, we don't need that hanging out there forever, right? The Deathloop rant was legendary. My wife thought you were in the house. <laughs> oh, that wasn't yesterday. Hilly's talking about the last week when I, I raged out because I, I lost all my currency or I lost all that stuff like when I fell off that ledge. I was flipping out. We need 12 more likes for 300 likes. Game reviews by organizations like IGN should be weighted towards objectivity. I'm not really interested in people's personal views on games. I want to know if it runs well, has bugs. This is why I support you. Will today be the day? Is he going to give into the dark side and explode? TikTok, buddy. (laughs) That was a kind thing to do. Also a hilarious thing to watch. 
you know, there, there were layers to the frustration on Friday night because it was like, we were having such a good time with it. We were having such a good time. It was, it was worse than just like, well, this game is bad or frustrating or whatever. It's like, you came in and ruined our party, man. You know, I took it personal. It's like every, every spider, every mosquito was, was ruining our party. You were ruining what we were doing, you know? I always try to get the reviews by people I know, for example. I get how Lono tastes and preference relate to my own, so I trust his impressions. Even if I don't agree, I can gauge. Right. There are people here right now that are long-standing members that that think I'm I'm awesome, and they, they, they think that Deathloop is great. They don't agree with me, you know? I always hear how good Fridays are. I'll never be able to make. Uh, uh, I'll be able to make it again one day. If you missed the grounded stream, just go watch the first two hours. It's hysterical. There are so many great moments in the first two hours of that stream. It is wonderful. <laughs> my stomach was hurting. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we are laughing. We are having such a good time. It really, really was enjoyable. It really, really was." <laughs> Uh, those are cultists. Well, yeah, we, we need we need the cultists, you know? We need people to worship me, you know? Check your recent Google AdSense payment. I'd rather not. Uh, I no longer trust critic or professional reviews. If I want to know if a game is good, I watch gameplay to see if it fits what I'm looking for. Gameplay is the single greatest demand of the public. Whenever people show up to E3, they're like, gameplay? No? Shut up gameplay yes okay let's take a look like that's what people want to see they want to see gameplay you know i prefer subjective reviews especially if i know the review bias in a sense it's a better and more honest review because i can extract the truth out of the review something i have attempted to do something i have attempted to do is even if i don't like the game genre i try to judge it in its genre does that make sense so like blade assault as a rogue or some of these other rogues that I've played, I judge it within its genre. I'm like, look, this is not my cup of tea, but if you like rogues, this one is excellent. I did that with Curse of the Dead Gods. I was like, it's a good little gameplay loop. It's good graphics. Satisfying. I hate rogues, and I'll never come back here ever again. <laughs> but, you know, check it out. I try to be, I try to be fair. It's like, well, my dislike of the genre doesn't need to dictate the review. You know? I need to change my vote. I didn't consider watching gameplay to be watching a review. I do love the before you buy videos. Right. Gameplay for Biomutant was very misleading, though. Sometimes you actually have to get hands-on. Right, because the trailer... That's a good point. The trailers for Biomutant's gameplay... You know what's funny, Jaggy? My, my spider sense was, was, was on to that game. Do you remember all of my, my Biomutant content before it came out? Do you remember what I said? I said that I was worried about the combat feeling frivolous and throwaway. I said there's something about the gameplay that gives me pause. It feels like it's going to be thin or tenuous. I, I I sensed it even from the trailers. I was like, something's off here. You know? Something's not right. Now, when I watch that Wukong gameplay, or the, the most recent other Dark Souls game that's coming out where you're playing as a girl... And uh, the the featherless or something, I'm like, oh my, oh okay, this looks amazing. 
But the early the early Biomutant gameplay, I was like, ah, something's off here. Something's wrong. There's something thin and weak here. Can't figure out what it is. You know? Yeah, Wukong. Oh my gosh. I'm you know, I'm I'm actually really glad people have turned me on to, to, to games like that. Because, you know, cutting my teeth on on Dark Souls 3, and then we got Demon Souls, and then we got you know Sekiro. We're gonna be we're gonna be well equipped to dive into those games. Because anytime they're gonna be like, yeah, it's a little bit like a Souls game, I'm like, oh yeah? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I'll check. I'll check you out. You know, you saved me from Bio Mutant. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Come on, we can't roll over on 300 likes. What's going on? 298. Come on, Chad. Come on. Give me, give me, give me a little love here. Give me a little love. Oh no. Why is? Why is he trending? Why is he trending? Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Every time you see a celebrity trending, even if they're even if they're no longer living, you're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> the Feather Game is a direct ripoff of several FromSoft animations and sounds. <clears throat> you know, Wheezy uh, Wheezy pointed that out in the Discord, and it was funny because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? I, I was like, that's fine. No. If if they if they nailed it, go ahead and borrow. You know, go ahead. The art style and the story and the setting is totally unique and fresh. So, go for it. You know, the first game that mimicked a double jump, a double jump animation. You know, I was like, well, that's directly out of this other game over here. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm fine with it. <laughs> A classic example of why you shouldn't trust reviews is Days Gone. Well, with respect, Days Gone didn't have the greatest start, did it? Right? What feather game? I put it in. I put a trailer for it in New Games Barrier. I'm hurt that you haven't watched it. It's right before the Death's Gambit post. Right? Wu Chang Fallen Feathers. Check it out. And I don't know why, but I was so glad that it was a girl. I was like, I want to play a game like this and actually have a completely different aesthetic. Not some dude clad in armor, right? You got Sekiro, you got Ghost of Tsushima, right? You got the good looking, you know, well, I don't know about Sekiro, but you know, the guy in, in Ghost of Tsushima, you know, good looking, good looking Japanese dude, looking dope. You got the heavy armor in Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Now, I'm I'm with it. I'm with that. I'm with that Wu Chang game. You know, having a lead be like, she's got like, like her arm is missing or whatever. It looks so cool. Not just taking stuff from it. Literally the exact same attack pattern and animations. No, I I know Sacrificer. I I'm well aware. I am well aware, and I. I don't care. I really, really don't. It's it's one of the earliest. It's one of the easiest ways to uh, to, to 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 compliment somebody is to copy what they're doing. What is this simulator? Accident. Did you ever want to become a journalist who researches old car accident cases? Would you like to help victims? On the occasion, 
of today's world premiere, we would like to invite you to play our newest game, Accident. It's coming out of early access and becoming a full release game. This is an exclusive non-public preview access for selected media. There is no embargo, okay? It's an ac- it's a game about car accidents. <laughs> uh, when did it come out? Oh, it literally released today. Well, I uh, I might check it out later. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I love all these sim games, dude. I love all these sim. I'm I'm gonna become a sim YouTuber. You guys, we're shutting shutting down the talk show, guys. We're <laughs> shutting it down. I'm just kidding. Days Gone was buggy at the start. I love the game, but I had to stop playing it released. Getting stuck on missions and restarting, falling off the map, and losing progress. Right. You see, like that—that's that, why it got bad reviews at launch. It—it—it it, 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 it was—it was bad. It had problems. It had problems. It must be an accident that it dropped today. Let me make those jokes, okay? Gosh. I'm playing cards with my brother's kids or something. <laughs> there it is. The, I would, I was, I missed that. Me looking over the glasses. That is so. That is just. That's one of my favorites. That is just one of my favorites. Just like, like I can't even mimic it. It's so. It's too genuine. It's too genuine. A dozen trolls that jumped out of their chairs when you said that. What? Days Gone, still a six or a seven for me. It was uninspired. How many hours did you put in, sir? How many? Did you did you get did you get to get to some of the flashbacks? With his lady? Come on. Come on. You didn't play long enough. It's a slow burn. I tried it shortly after coming off of 60 hours of ghosts. I, that's like walking out of the Lord of the Rings and then going and watching like a series on Netflix. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, a dozen trolls jumped out of their chairs about shutting down the talk show. Right, 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 right. Like 10 more than enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, 10 hours. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I felt like days gone, the ball started rolling when you had some of the consistent and really good flashbacks with his lady. I thought that's when it really started to turn for me. You know. The story gets very emotional. Yeah, I I, 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 I can see why you would say uninspired because there are cliches in days gone. The grizzled lone, you know, lone gunman with a with a past that's that's you know rooted in in depression and anger, right? He's a very very textbook protagonist, but it just it they do it so well. I just don't care, right? Uh, maybe I connected a level of like some dude with the beard who's just angry and he feels like he's been dealt an unfair hand. Maybe I connect with him for, you know, reasons. But I felt like once he started interacting with the other characters, that's when I thought this this game is doing an excellent job creating a world and a cast and a and a story. 
you know I liked it I really really did I wish I could have finished it it's just it's so tough it's so tough to play games like that you know at length I was surprised how huge the game was I thought I was almost at the end uh, of a pretty good game and it hadn't even started yeah it's uh it's 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 pretty it's a pretty big one it's a pretty big game you know it's too cinematic to enjoy it I'd rather they just have made Days Gone a movie well I think it would make a great series I think it would make a great series you know church scene hit different yeah I didn't get far enough to 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 have that I didn't get far enough to have that experience to have a, the the church scene um okay I am going we're, we're gonna we're gonna shift here we we're, for the last hour of the show we're gonna shift I got the call of duty cheater story and then I want to give you guys my breakdown of why I'm done with death loop so Put your debate shoes on. Put your debate shoes on. I want to debate Deathloop. I want to. I want to debate cheating in Call of Duty. Is anti-cheat even coming? Put your debate shoes on. I'm gonna quickly run upstairs. Uh, you may see some ads. Uh, do all the things, and I'll be right back. If you're enjoying today's stream, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell button so you don't miss the next one, and give that like button a smash. My son is, he is so into his Pokemon that he's watching. He's like, he's sitting in a way that like, I'm like, that can't be comfortable, bud. He's just transfixed. You have a crank. You're going to have like a, a crick in your neck sitting like that all that time. All I know is the Days Gone soundtrack is awesome. 
you and your motorcycle driving on the snowy road um going to find your wife with the soundtrack playing all the way yeah 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 I liked it I like the soundtrack Okay. Let's start with um Let's start with Deathloop why I'm done. Let me get a um Let me get a trailer up here. Mm, there we go. No. Oh my gosh. I didn't click that. Alright. What? So weird. YouTube, man. Has a mind of its own sometimes. Alright, loop it. Loop it! Alright, we'll do it in... uh, we'll We'll go at two hours on the nose. Two hours... On the nose. This is an SNTR update. I want to talk about Deathloop and why I'm done, why I'm putting the game down, and and why I don't think it deserves some of the high scores that it got. This video is going to contain a lot of the positives about the game, because I don't just want to bash it. If you like these short video game update videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and that way you can get the consistent updates. And this was streamed live on SNTR Gaming if you want to catch the live streams. So, Deathloop delivered, I think, a very original title with great things in it, but the gameplay has ranged from from frustrating to boring for a variety of reasons. I wanted to start with all the things that they get right before establishing why I am putting the game down. Because I do think there's room for disagreement here, and there are people that are really enjoying the game. So, listen closely. You may actually still want to buy it and play it if you don't really land in the same circle as me with respect to the gameplay. Story and style is what I want to talk about first. The story is so original and fresh, it's woven together with rogue elements, and it's got like a plucky attitude, and it immediately pulls you in. You're interested in the characters, they're very, very well voice acted. From the art style to the voice acting, I felt a draw to the game that made me want to dive back in the next day. I'm I'm still interested, I kind of want to know what's going on. The story is well done, there's a lot of history, there's a lot of really, really good dialogue uh, and, and segments that I think creates a good draw to come back. Walking away from the game is honestly hard because I was invested in the story and I really wanted to see the conclusion. The logistics in the setup are the next thing I want to talk about. I think the internal logistics of this game are honestly brilliant on paper. And I just recently praised the loot system and said, listen, the the loot motivation and the tension that they put the player in is actually really well done. The day-night cycle to how you can build a loadout and target specific visionaries is truly its own game with its own approach to telling a story and advancing your character. I think all these things are praiseworthy. Just the pain in the tension of the residuum currency and infusion, I think it creates a great setup for player decision making and power progression. But I think gameplay fundamentally undercuts and hurts all of these value points, and it's why I can't go back to the game. I have to put it down. Ultimately, all these things just crash and burn for me with gameplay that fails to deliver on so many levels. First, 
The overwhelming need to hide while having almost no consistency with stealth and detection breaks down all the motivation to play that way, and even when you do, it's boring and unsatisfying. They don't equip you with the ability to observe the enemies or to sneak because their detection is all over the place. I find this to be very consistent with arcane games. I, you know, Dishonored 1 and 2, I always felt the detection of the enemies was either they were completely oblivious or they would like see me out of the corner of their eye, which means I can't really do reconnaissance and observation like mark enemies to then plan my attack. I'm just sort of clumsily stumbling into people or getting seen or deciding I can't do detection. I can't mark anybody because they're going to detect me inconsistently. Secondly, the AI isn't just annoying because of their Spider-Man sense of awareness that seems to range from they know you're there when they shouldn't to they can't see you standing right in front of them, but the AI also seems to have impeccable target acquisition and accuracy, leading combat to feel unfair and frustrating. The combat never really feels good or fluid. The best is when you can see right now you're kind of sneaking and using the nail gun to take out people stealthily, but the gunfights themselves and the true meat and potatoes of the combat I feel is sloppy and unenjoyable. Third, everything just ends up feeling sloppy and loose, leading me to not enjoy the game. Even when I blow 20 enemies away and kill a visionary, I don't feel satisfied. I don't feel as cool as it looks in the trailer right now. I don't feel stellar or awesome. I feel like I'm just being peppered with bullets with incredible accuracy and aim and not really enjoying myself. Even some of the missions I completed successfully and didn't die, didn't use my reprisals, I just didn't have a sense of satisfaction at the end and I really do think it's the gameplay. The logistics, the loot, the story, the aesthetic, all of that kept me coming back, but I fundamentally had to admit I wasn't having a good time and I'm putting it down. Now, take that with a grain of salt. If you like arcane games, if you think everything I'm saying is kind of crazy, you're like, man, Dishonored 1 and 2 were so good, you'll probably like this game and check it out. But if you didn't enjoy Dishonored 1 and 2 and you felt similarly to me about combat and gameplay in those games, I'd stay away from this one. I don't see it deserving a 9 or a 10 for that reason. As always, if you like these short gameplay update videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. So there you go. If you're enjoying today's stream, that, that's, sure to the, that's my thoughts on death the bell button. That's my thoughts so on death the next one. I, I'm, I'm trying to make allowances like for people that, that see and experience arcane combat differently from me. Um, you know, even the good reviews said, oh, you have to gain bigger powers and then you feel awesome, but how long should that take? I would have been okay with one or two missions feeling kind of sneaky, kind of kind of squishy, like, oh man, I'm not very strong, but golly. Double Lono? Oh gosh. I left the ad on. I left the ads uh, the ad placement on. I forgot you have to do, you have to turn that off. You have to turn that off. You come back to the scene and it triggers the audio again. Sorry about that. <laughs> double Lono. Double double your double your fun. It's easier to believe that Hilly is a bot than to believe that Hilly is creature. There you go. There you go. One's quite enough. <laughs> So, I, I it, it it bums me it bums me out it it really really does bum me out to walk away from the game because I I really liked I liked what it was offering you know uh 
I always wondered when you review games, do you feel like because you still have to put a show on, is that factored into your review of the game? I don't understand what you mean. Right? Do you mean, do I feel like I need to keep playing? Is that what you mean? Because I I definitely felt like the support and the viewership wasn't really there anyway, but at the same time, like, even if the support and the viewership would have been there, I said earlier, like, I'm not emotionally able to hide how I feel. You know what I mean? Adam may be okay with that. One clean the kitchen while the other takes out the garbage. <laughs> I got to tell you right now, Snow, she wouldn't want two of me. She wouldn't. Even though even though you could you could benefit in those areas, one is enough. One is enough. I'm, I'm a bit of a mess. I am a bit of a mess. So. <laughs> uh, what, the, what was the recording of the overlay? So whenever I take a break, I do this. If you're enjoying today's stream, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell button so you don't miss the next one. And give that like button a smash. See? I do that. Now, if I don't disable that audio source, if I leave this scene and come back, it'll immediately play the audio source. So, I just have to make it out of a habit of like coming down and always making sure those two things are uh, are disabled, right? Because if not, it's in if if it's disabled, it won't play. If it's if it's enabled, then it'll play as soon as I come back to the scene. So, can we get a double? Uh, I prefer like that smash button. Yeah, give that like button a smash. Yeah, like that smash button. (laughs) Yeah. I've always wondered how playing for an audience could change your tolerance for failure, setbacks, ETC, and progressing the game. I think, Eugene, I get so caught up in the moment, I would respond like that on my couch, right? If I would have been playing that game yesterday and had that experience where like Juliana was invading and I wasn't making progress, I, I would have I would have had the same response. I'd have been like, are you freaking kidding me? You know? Like, and here's the thing. Failure and rage, viewership tends to go up. People like to see it. People like to see that. They want to see the struggle. They want to see the irritation. You know? I think he means not being able to play more casually due to content creation needs uh it alters your perception of the game's fun factors i don't know because like i especially with death loop really early on i said feels like an arcane game i'm kind of worried that it has like that looseness and that sloppiness right then does that go into the review part of the game no i don't feel like i i feel like i can separate the two i feel like i can separate the two i I was able to say, here's all the good things about the game. Here's what I fundamentally don't like. If I, I, I know for a fact if I was playing that on my couch, I would have felt the same way. Because I, I played Dishonored 1 and 2 largely on my own. I didn't stream those games a lot. I think I streamed Dishonored 2, but I didn't stream Dishonored 1, and I felt that way playing it. I was like, this is sloppy, this is irritating, the AI detection is so inconsistent, sometimes they know exactly where I am, sometimes they seem completely oblivious, and it drove me friggin' nuts. And then I played Dishonored 2, and I was like, same thing. I've really changed as well, I think, as a gamer and a streamer, because of Dark Souls. Because I think when I play Dark Souls, I know that the audience feeds off of the frustration and the failure. 
you know nobody likes nobody would be I mean you might be impressed but it wouldn't be as entertaining to watch me just skate through Dark Souls like you know if and that's why people are like oh don't practice off stream don't practice off stream cause if I ought to practice off stream that that Pontiff Sullivan ought to wipe the floor with him cause I'd have known exactly what to do it, it would have taken me like two maybe three tries and people would have been like Pfft, we, we didn't get to see any of the struggle we didn't get to see any of the frustration or the rage I'd practice it on my couch. I'd have been spitting fury, and my wife would have been like, you know, annoyed. But it would have been a totally different experience. I just started the game, so I'm enjoying the banter back and forth between Colt and Juliana, but I may feel differently the more I play it. I love the dialogue. I just, again, I think it's the gameplay. You know? Could you have taken a five-minute break and got back into more calm and evened out? For me, no, my because my brain breaks. My brain breaks. I'm like broken. I'm not. I don't care anymore. I don't care. My brain just breaks. There's no tether anymore to the game. There is no. Oh, I'll go calm down and come back. Like when I was playing Pontiff Sullivan on Friday and from Fridays, people like, oh, take a break, take a break. Don't tell me to freaking take a break, okay? Like, I I don't need a paternal, I don't need a mom in the chair. Take a break, take a walk. No, you take a walk. I'm going back in there. Like, I I can't do that. I can't just go take a break and calm down. If anything, I channeled my irritation. I went in there and I whooped them. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I took a break. I would have lost my edge. That's part of the thing with Dark Souls. Part of the edge is channeling your frustration into focus. I, I like you got to see it in in just stark reality like this guy is just so mad and then I just went in there, didn't say a word, beat him. Just beat him to a pulp and yelled like you're mine. Yeah, never tell me to take a break. It doesn't work. It comes from a it comes from a, a place of kindness, but it's like poking me in the eyeball. It does it does it it's not received well. I and I, I think I handled it well. I was like, please don't tell me to take a break. It just makes me more agitated. And I just kept on going. I didn't bite his head off, I didn't snap at him. I just said, please don't do that. I like I know why you're doing it, but it doesn't work. I gotta I gotta stay on the edge here. I gotta stay right on the edge of insanity and control and, and, and balancing on that edge, I think is entertaining. I think people like to see it like, oh, this guy's going to pop. He's going to freaking lose it. That controller is getting broken. And then I beat the boss and you're like, he did like he did it. He kept it together. I need to tell you dodge this more often. (laughs) Uh, I need you to yell dodge this more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodge this. (laughs) Uh. always get back on immediately right 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 when someone says take a break you may mean well but don't say a word that's right that's right because i'm i'm teetering on the edge you know i think i mentioned this friday two minutes before lono ripped grounded apart (laughs) it's like asking someone if they're mad (laughs) until they're actually mad yeah yeah oh Oh, man. Ooh, that was a pretty good neck pop. That felt good. (laughs) 
I told you not to play Dark Souls 3. It's going to ruin every other game for you. You know what's funny? It hasn't done that, Fairy Man. It hasn't done that. I enjoy other games more now because I'm able to break down the animations and the combat more quickly. I know, like, that's why I was getting so agitated with that frog yesterday in Tales of Iron because I felt like I had broken down the fight, understood the animations, and certain things just didn't seem to be working properly. It's like, I should be able to parry that. I should be able to roll through his shield. You know, and, and I was getting irritated because I felt like my my understanding was being betrayed. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like it, it made me better at Returnal. It made me better at Returnal. I, I more quickly assessed that, that final phase of that boss fight and realized what I needed to do. And about halfway through that final health bar, I was like, I've got it. I'm going to win. I knew it. I broke down all the attacks, all the timing, all the points of damage, and I knew I cannot lose. I was in the freaking zone. It was like I saw the Matrix. It was like, I'm, I've, I've already won and it hasn't happened yet. It's like in a chess game where the chess player realizes I've already won. I'm 10 moves ahead of this guy. And I don't think I would have had that awareness and that sense of calm if I hadn't played a bunch of Dark Souls. Dark Souls puts you in that place of like, I knew that final run on Pontiff. I knew. I was like, I've already won and it hasn't happened yet. I've seen the future before it's happened. Such a weird thing to me. Those games aren't so great. They're ruining other games. I think some people get accustomed to the combat, Eugene, and that's all that matters to them is punishing combat. And when they go and play something else and the combat's not punishing enough, they're bored. I'm not like that. I'm still very much a casual. I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, there's a very, very casual side of me that comes alive most of the time that, like, doesn't want all of that. I don't want to put a headband on to play every freaking game, you know? I'm eagerly anticipating your feelings toward Demon Souls Remake when you return to it. I'm wondering if I'm going to find it easier than Dark Souls because I'll be able to actually start getting back into parrying. I can't remember what people, how people rank it. Did they rank it har- harder than Dark Souls or easier, you know? Hope you and the fam are good. Yo, what's good? Like, I feel like Sekiro, I'm going to enjoy Sekiro more because I'm going to be able to lean into parrying instead of just constantly rolling on the ground, you know? people like you should parry in dark souls 3 i'm like the parrying in dark souls 3 is just unbelievably frustrating it's the window is so dadgum small i'd rather roll you know i would rather roll people you you're not gonna be able to use without parrying and then i i go in there and the guy doesn't touch me he's just swinging and hitting air you know i was like i was agent smith it does look goofy rolling around a full suit of armor you know no, I've never played Bloodborne. I'm hoping for a 60 FPS version. Oh. Somehow unsubbed. Extra strange. Fuzzy, are you sure? Did you ever come and sub to gaming? You might have been subbed to the other channel. I've gone against my normal tendency to dodge and ghost, and I'm trying to parry. Uh, it's going okay. Parrying in Ghost gets better, Zubair, so you're going to want to stay with it. You're going to need it for some of the duels. You're going to be glad that you started working on parrying. Because they start making parrying easy. It, it, it gets a little free, honestly. It gets a little free uh, later because you're so strong. 
probably easier to an extent because pairing is way better pairing is awful in Dark Souls 3 but Dark Souls 1 pairing is almost as easy as Demon Souls remake okay my wife told me to roll in Dark Souls 3 and she's really good at those games rolling is more effective yeah rolling rolling feels way more effective in Dark Souls 3 than trying to parry how are the Neo games I've heard the Neo games are are disliked sometimes by Souls fans because they're they're faster and I think people don't like them as much but then there are fans of Souls games that love the Neo games it's kind of a split it seems to me I use the trinket in game uh, Ghost of Tsushima that makes parries easier Fuzzy have you played have you played Ikishima and gotten the armor that uh, I mean it's silly Perry allows you so much advantage in Ghost. It's a little busted late game. I want to do a full playthrough of Ghost on 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 uh, on Lethal. I want to do it. Like, I really, really want to do it. I want to completely platinum the game, do every nook and cranny, and then I'd love to do a full playthrough on Lethal, just to see if I could if I could hang. <clears throat> yeah, we'll be doing Kane, we'll be doing Kane of Bridge of Spirits uh, shortly. Omar, I think I did. I buy. <laughs> Did I bite your head off yesterday for typing rage? I think I did. I think I bit your head off. I was so aggravated. I was so aggravated. Rage. I was like, I just went in on you. <laughs> was that you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I've been, uh... I think I've been more ir- I've been more irritable lately. You know, I've been more irritable lately. I need, I need Kana. I need Kana. I need a, I need a chill game. Because Grounded turned, Grounded had no chill. That was frustrating. That's supposed to be on my decompress night. Grounded had no chill. Deathloop had no chill. Tales of Iron had no chill. Like, it's like, my gosh. Can, can we get, can we get some chill? I need a little bit of chill. <laughs> I need a little bit of chill. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being snippy, dude. I'm being snippy with chat. I want a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, they're making one. It's just gonna. It's probably just gonna take a while. I'm hoping that the sequel you'll play as the three characters interchangeably, uh, Seer, the sister, and then the, and then and then uh, Cal. Eat a Snickers. You're not yourself. <laughs> uh, if only it were that simple. If only it were that simple. I think I'll do chat a favor and poke you when you are cranky so you take it out on me and not on innocent bystanders. <laughs> Is Shadow Warrior 3 on your radar? I, I've not even heard of it. Not heard of it. I didn't realize you could play Origami 2 um, co op. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. Barry and I play Grounded. Funniest thing was, we got out of it, uh, was turning the spiders down into the safe mode. Outside of that, the game needs some work. Wait, how'd you turn it into the safe mode? We got out of it, was turning the spiders down into the safe mode. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. We, we, I put it on the casual, the, the, the lowest setting I could. Is there a lower setting than what I picked? I wanted to love Jedi... But talking about games that feel sloppy and unresponsive, combat and traversal never felt good for me. I thought that Jedi Fallen Order, it had elements that I would agree didn't feel crisp, 
but I just I don't know I I feel like I adjusted maybe I know what you're talking about I know what you're talking about there's something in Jedi Fallen Order that doesn't quite land smoothly and yet at the same time I still really really liked it I don't know what to tell you you know I don't know what to tell you it was odd it was odd an arachnophobia mode there's an arachnophobia mode you can make what so then the spiders are like not an issue the arachnophobia mode it turns the spiders into blobs little bobs with red eyes that makes them easier The parrier didn't register every time. You had to earn it, though, didn't you? In Jedi Fallen Order, it was different. You couldn't perfect parry all the time. Didn't you have to wield... Didn't you have to, like, whittle... You you had to whittle something down before the parry would land, right? They're talking about turning on the Rackmophobia setting and changes how the spiders look. Oh. You have to go back to Jedi because I don't know. It's bad, Lono, especially after playing all these different games like it. The game with the spiders that I need to burn to the ground. They're still hard. It's just hilarious. Okay, okay. The biggest issue I had with Grounded was not realizing the lake was not a swamp and I didn't know the game had a map. But after a couple beers, decided Lono does the technical stuff. Even even still, Hilly, the beginning was ludicrous in my mind. You walk 10 feet from the main path at the very beginning and there's three spiders. It's like, here's where you start. The, the literal game starts. There's a scientific tent. And if you go left, there's three spiders that want to murder you and everyone related to you. I'm like, I don't know why. What's Why would you? I don't understand. You want to put those later on when I have, like, equipment and sword, shield, armor, something? Fine. Right? Fine. But, you know what I mean? Alright, we need to do this other one. We 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 got a Call of Duty one we need to do as well. Big spiders. You destroying the bot was amazing. Yeah, yeah, the robot that came out. Yeah, that's a pretty funny clip. That's a pretty funny clip. Yeah. Spiders take for friggin' ever. I feel like I went back to Jedi Fallen Order with my kids and still liked it, Asparagus. I think the difference is the combat is just different. I think you have to earn the parries. Like, you can't just immediately parry something. You have to, like, block block and then it lets you perfect parry I don't think you can perfect parry every time right you're in the backyard spiders are everywhere yeah but Mo I mean I, you're, play, you're playing a war game you know what I mean you, you get shot once and you'd be down you'd be done you're like yeah I got shot in the arm I can't do anything it's too painful I can't even hold my gun up you know what I mean we don't we don't need we don't need we don't need realism in a game in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know? I think the game needs to give the player a ranged attack. Well, I think you might be able to get that later on, Hilly. I don't know. I just think that game would have been perfect if there was a natural progression. 
There should have been a natural progression. The first two to three hours, you don't need to be murdering me. You don't need to be murdering me. You let me let me let me just get my bearings and build some stuff and and farm some stuff and make some armor and feel cool and then and then I need to go attack some spider that's blocking an entrance to a place or something. You know what I mean? I got do it late. It can be later. You can have it be challenge. Hey, you're about to face something very challenging. Oh gosh. Okay. You might want to gear up. Oh okay. You know. You don't even have to tell me that. Just, we gotta go over here and there's a spider blocking the way and we fight it and realize it's gonna be tough or it means, you know, we're not ready. It's a survival game? I know, I know. And and survival games are supposed to be like, hi, welcome, this is the start menu. The next button that you press will lead to your almost immediate death. And the game has started. What? I'm poisoned? I have a broken leg? What? What am I supposed to do? You died. Ah! And survival fans are like, I love this. <laughs> and the rest of us are like, what the frick is this? <laughs> what the what the frick is this? <laughs> I can't even I can't even play. <laughs> can't even get in. Alright, let me get let me get a Call of Duty Vanguard trailer. So this next story. What is going on? Why does it look like that? Granted, it could be really great if it was Take-Two style co-op action adventure game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hate survival games. Yeah. Yeah. I like, here's the funny thing. I like when a survival game has like elements of you gotta maintain, find, and get these things. That doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't 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 bother me in the least. What I don't like is when a survival game is like Welcome to Hell. And you're like, what? And you're dead. Like, what? I don't like that, dude. No. I don't like that. I'm not I'm not looking I'm not looking for that. You want me to maintain things? You want me to make sure I've got food and water and uh, and resources? That, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll I'll work on figuring that rhythm out, you know. But you 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 boot the game up and somebody's immediately like shanking you. You I, I just I don't think that that's I, I it here's why I don't like it. It's just cheap to a certain degree to put the area into a weakened state, to put the player into a weakened state, and then have all these threats around them. That that's not that creative. I could do that, you know. I, I could do that. Welcome, welcome to Deserted Island Simulator. Okay, you start off with a stick. Good luck, and you're like, but what am I supposed to do? Well, you're supposed to survive. Oh, okay, five foot from you, there's a poisonous snake. 10 feet inland is an alligator that'll chew your leg off and then you gotta figure out how to survive and make a crutch like you know what I'm saying I, I, I could do that I could do that I can make a game yeah you're on a deserted island yeah yeah there's no water uh, there's no food you got no way of uh, you gotta build a shelter get water and find a fish that's your first mission and you're gonna need to make a spear and there's a knife and a hatchet you know 
20, 20 yards inland, and if you take one wrong turn, there's a there's a boa constrictor that's going to kill you, and an alligator that's going to try and eat you. Uh, there's 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 nothing impressive about that, you know. You can parry every time. You just can't do the repose until you break down their stamina bar. I, I'd have to go back. I'd have to go back in Mortal Gaming because I remember really li- liking. You know what's funny is Jedi Fallen Order made me play Sekiro because I wanted to play a game with meaningful fights. I wanted to play a game with meaningful fights, and I felt like the fighting in that was pretty good. You know. So let me give you the, let me give you the skinny on this uh, on this Call of Duty situation. Um, whoop. No, I need me. Where's the cam? There we go. I'm not I'm not quite centered. I'm not sure what's happened here. I'm not sure what I've done. Must be I must be sitting differently or something. Um okay. Sounds like you're talking about Stranded Deep. Oh, does that game already exist? That's that's great. Every time I come up with a game idea, people are like, yeah, that game already exists. I'm like, there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Kana Death Call of Duty. Okay, this is about cheaters in the Call of Duty Vanguard beta, right? Just kidding. Hang on. My son needs something. going so fast for him because they were on their way back both Barry and I talked about the difficulty I think dropping the food and water 
would help if you want to keep the combat that difficult. I was constantly fighting and was always running out of them. It became a major issue. Yeah, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem very it doesn't seem it just doesn't seem tuned very well, you know. Um Uh, not trying to distract, but looks like what was what? Look what's working. I don't understand what you're showing me, Creech. It's yourself, dude. Not trying to distract, but look what but looks like actually working for a change. What is that? It's fine. We're near. We're nearing the end here. I would. Soft spoken. Love it. Oh gosh, I love it. Like when you go to an eye doctor and they're like, "All right, now sit there in the chair. I need you to look over here and tell me the letters. Does it look clear on number one? Number two. Number one. Number two." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> she had a fun time at the orthodontist. That's great. That's amazing. We uh that's your child. Yeah. I can't wait to get the bill. Whatever comes next though. All right, let me give you the Call of Duty. Uh, let me give you this Call of Duty one. 36, 36.30. All right, 36.30. Mm, mm, mm. Down to the minute. That's good. That means maybe some of the background junk that was happening will stop happening. This is an SNTR update. Call of Duty Vanguard Beta is having a lot of challenges and problems with cheating, and what does that mean for the game's launch as well as the promised anti-cheat? If you like these video game update videos, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my uploads. Game Rant reported on this. I'm going to give you my opinion after I read through the report about how this is a continued problem and a cause for concern for Call of Duty Vanguard. Game Rant reports, recently it became clear that Call of Duty Vanguard's cheating was just as severe as it was in games like Warzone. A clip made the rounds that showed a hacker firing off into the distance, and despite their enemies being anywhere near the fired shots, the cheater was still getting hit markers and kills. As such, the game was completely unplayable for those that were matched up against the cheater. It seems like cheaters have another trick that they can use inside of the Call of Duty Vanguard beta as well. A clip posted on Twitter by Easy Stomps shows a cheater saying how bad everyone else in the lobby is before being called out for wall hacks. However, it's clear that the hacker was not happy for being outed and having an unfair advantage. While they could see enemies through walls during the match, they also have the ridiculous ability to end matches early. Significant problem for this game despite being promised anti-cheat 
with the launch. So let's talk about why this is a continued problem. This continues to be a problem for online PvP games, and especially Call of Duty seems to be targeted for high levels of cheating and hacking. The developers made assurances that new anti-cheat or something big with anti-cheat was coming with Call of Duty Vanguard, so the question is, when and what will they be doing? When players are willing to cheat in an alpha, beta, or a technical test, it will obviously bleed over and continue into the launch of the game as they are likely testing their cheats in the beta itself. And this, I believe, secondly, is a cause for concern. This is a cause for concern because if cheats exist in the beta, they will certainly exist in the launch of the game, making many wonder if they should even bother purchasing. One of the strange things that will likely cause Justice to put up with it, people will say, well, I guess I'll just put up with it, is because cheats abound in almost every single game right now, including Call of Duty Warzone. The real worry here is that headlines, videos, and the viral nature of cheating will start to harm consumer confidence making people wonder whether or not they should even purchase it. You don't have to purchase Warzone, you maybe go there and, and put up with cheating, but you have to purchase this game. And my last point is, we need more barriers. Vanguard may have an advantage over Warzone given that bans will require the cheaters to buy the game again as an extra barrier for re-entry. It's clear, after so many accounts have been banned, that the real challenge is keeping banned cheaters from coming back in, and a price point may slowly deter folks from coming back in, and they'll just go back to Warzone, because it's free. They don't have to pay to get back in. This is a very, very minor barrier for cheaters if you've looked at the history of this problem. It's not traditionally helped that much in keeping cheaters out of the game. With two-factor, they've tried to implement that as well. With two-factor, anti-cheat, and a price point, hopefully Vanguard can get ahead of the cheating wave that will likely crash on the shores of their new game. The question for the consumer will be, should I buy a full-price game whose primary focus for many players goes beyond the campaign and reaches into the PvP? If the PvP is going to have cheaters, wall hacks, and people just ending games because they're salty that they're not even good enough to win with a cheat, that's going to really cause customers to question whether or not they should purchase the game. The ongoing cheating problem continues, and the real question now is, what and when will this anti-cheat look like and how will it land in Call of Duty Vanguard? If you like these video game update videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button, and I will see you in the next one. All right. There you go. That's the last story of the day. People freaking cheating in a beta. You know what I mean? Anti-cheat was not in the beta. So maybe, maybe it's a big trick, right? Yeah, you had an interview? There you go. Maybe it was a big trick. Maybe they did this so that people would come in and cheat. (laughs) People would come in and cheat and then give themselves away so they could like gather all the information they need feed their anti-cheat for launch like yeah yeah sure come on in go ahead yeah cheat 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 your heart out you know and now they're like well now we know what to do now we know uh how to how to shut it down you know it's possible it's it's entirely possible that that is a uh that's a factor here you know, they're gathering info. These these dum-dums are playing right into their hand. Like that would be the beautiful irony is they get all these idiots to cheat, you know, they you know, they they, they basically quote unquote let them cheat during the demo uh, or the beta and then 
they 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 get all their money because they're all gonna buy the game and they're like thanks for the money you banned you know just that would be a great twist of irony to a certain extent to uh to, <laughs> to make a bunch of money off of them and then immediately ban them you know I can get down with that I I, I, I can I, I think I think I can support that as an idea um uh, this is not a PlayStation exclusive. I need to take that out of the description. Uh, this is on PlayStation, and we will be playing on PS5. Okay, I thought Kena was a, um, I actually thought it was a PlayStation exclusive, but it's in the Epic Store. I was not aware of that. Um, it's interesting how that works, how, like, the, uh, just the just the marketing alone had me convinced that it was uh, it was a, it was a, it was an exclusive title, you know. Lono's getting banned day one. Why would I get banned? Okay. Let's see here. Well, I, I played Quake Three and I went into a private server with my buddy because we wanted to know what the wall hacks looked like so we could detect people and kick them out of our server because we we had our own server. Um, These guys in Clan IQ, that was the name of the clan, uh, in Clan IQ, they they lent us, they basically let us have a server that we could kind of control and manage. And so we went to a private private match and I was like, I don't know how anybody plays like this. Like it was so distracting. It was so incredibly uh, distracting. But it really helped us spot the cheaters. You could spectate people, and it was so easy to tell when they were using it. It was so easy to tell. Because you knew you knew what to look for. The behavior was so easy to spot. Is Kana Console time exclusive? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to end up on Xbox or not. You know what I mean? It's a Microsoft game. It's on PC and Epic. That's right. I saw Vlad post something about the higher ups at Activision being investigated. Isn't that old? No, there's a direct investigation now into specific persons instead of just the company. So it's shifting from just a company investigation and lawsuit to actual higher ups. So my hope would be that that would rope in Bungie and then discovery process would take place because that that's what I want. I want both Purple and Bungie to go through discovery so that the appropriate people get exposed and summarily fired. Um, that's what I've been hoping for. I hope it happens with Doc's uh, with Doc's case and with this case of like like upper C-suite level employees. Yeah, the SEC is getting involved. That's right. That's right. We just want discovery process. That's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah, it does. It does state that it's a timed exclusive, but I've not seen anything about it coming to Xbox. How would Bungie be involved? Attachments to Activision in the past.
No, the SEC is not getting involved in Doc's case. The SEC is now is now investigating higher ups, which could lead to more people being being subpoenaed and indicted. No, but Christopher, it's not hitting PC second. You can get it in the Epic Store right now. No, no higher-ups at Purple. But given how the state of California and these companies are being investigated, I think Purple's next because there were plenty of complaints filed about Purple. Sometimes you have such ample warning for a sneeze. You know what I mean? You get like a huge warning sometimes for a sneeze. Other times, it's like you don't get any warning at all. When's Kena out? It's out today. We're going to be playing it here in just a few minutes. Involve sneeze mechanics by Lono. That's right. That's right. I have a first 25 minute video that we're going to premiere um, over on presents. So you guys are going to see that. Like I'm going to play that. I'm going to play with, you know, play it from the very beginning with you here in just a moment. But we really, really wanted to get a first 25 minute video up as soon as possible, uh, given it's a brand new game. And uh, so I've, I'm going to have that video. I'm going to have that video premiere um, over there uh, on Presents. So it would be lovely if the people that watch me play Kana end up going over and supporting that later today. You'll be familiar with everything that is in the video, but it will, uh, it will really, really help it. Um, Can we get that final push to 400? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Here, I'm going to set it to premiere at like 5, but we'll... um 
we will... Uh, no, let's do the ambient one. I like the ambient one. Um, but we will uh, we'll push it live as soon as we go over there. I had another game that I was going to try and play this morning, but it was one of those games in Steam that like is launching today, and they're like, anticipated launches today, and you're like, yeah, but it's not available. What's premiering? The first 25 minutes of Cana uh, Bridge of Spirits. Um, and it's not publishing the, the published chain. What is that? What are you linking me to, Creech? Is that... Oh, that might be on gaming. I'm going to have to change my login or I won't be able to see it. There we go. Updating live. Mm. Was this just something we couldn't see up until today? I'm I'm telling you, I think we've been having we've been having glitches and bad results and bad numbers because I think they're messing with stuff in the background. Um It'll be dead once you stop streaming. When did you see it? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've not been able to ever go in there and see that while streaming, um, in general. Uh, okay. Okay. Was there a juicy discussion about whether or not to check reviews before buying? It was pretty good discussion, yeah. We we had some saying that, like, um, you know, I, I should be able to leave a review of something I've not bought before like if I disagree with the game or its premise or its practices and I like wholeheartedly disagreed okay so that's where we're going there's a link in chat that is where we are going alright so I'm going to be booting up Kana and playing it uh, a couple hours you guys want to see it pick my brain about it again We'll be ending the day. We if we if we if we feel like it's right and we have time. There was video game voting for Fallout seventy six. We may kick that to next week though, um, and then just play Kana, and then we'll raid the premiere over on presents of the first twenty five minutes of Kana. Um, let me get this nice and full screen for you guys. So this is what we're switching to. I will not click continue. I will click new game so you guys can see it from the very beginning, uh, even though that's what's going to premiere over on Presents. Again, we uh, we wanted people to have that opportunity uh, to 
to watch and upload as opposed to a live stream. And it just made sense. Like, let's get the first 25 minutes up literally on the launch date. Okay? So, click the link in chat. Please ride the redirect. If you like this talk show and you like me and want to support my channel, we really need you to support the gameplay. Uh, Especially when we start playing games like New World and Halo. Uh, Even if you only come over and hang out for a little bit, it is super, super helpful. Uh, Please don't just bail on the show whenever we do this. We, We appreciate those that come over and hang out for gameplay. It is super, super helpful. So if you're lurking, listening, and can hear my voice, please click the link in chat or ride the redirect. I will see you guys over in the next stream.